Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Wrestling with Fetish. Uh, once again, I am Super Kid, always have been, and today I am joined with uh, or by two amazing performers that we had um, the pleasure of working with earlier today. On my right, the beautiful Scorpion. Hey. All the way from London. Uh, good day to you, sir. Yes, and <laughs> all the way from New Jersey. On the other right is Kim Chi. Ni hao. Oh. <laughs> That's about as ethnic as you're gonna get, right? <laughs> okay, so she's drunk. Um, no. <laughs> so we had a pretty long day of shoots today. Uh, we did um, a, a shoot for SKW, then we moved on to VelvetsFantasies.com. Uh, our first shoot was Fembots versus their creator. And then the second one was Fembots versus their creator. So it was weird. It was a Fembot Friday, right? Yes. Uh, so we'll start off with that. What was your impression of working? So, well, you've worked with us before, but you haven't worked with Velvets. Mm -hmm. So I'll start with Scorpion. What's your uh, first impression of working with SKW and also Velvets Fantasies? Okay, let's go SKW first. Mm -hmm. um, so I've seen your work for quite a few years now. So mm -hmm. I was really looking forward to it because I like the look that you have. And I also really like the costumes that you have. I'm really into shiny. Oh, nice. So I was literally chomping at the bit to get... <laughs> I was like, if I come here and don't wear a real-life swimsuit, then there's going to be trouble. I did get that impression when I walked in. <laughs> you were like, what do you want to wear? I was like, these really shiny ones. You're like, my name is Scorpion. Realize. Do you have any food? Realize. <laughs> Look into my realize. Can you get some glass of water? Realize. <laughs> yeah, it was fun. I really enjoy things that are... Kind of an unusual script that requires some acting as well. So this was right up my street, as we say. And then with Velvets? Yeah, I enjoyed that as well. I haven't done any Fembot stuff before. and um, Oh, we loaded you up today. Mm, yeah, it was fun. I really enjoyed doing... What was our line? Ultimate, <laughs> ultimate destruction. destruction activated. <laughs> no, yeah. overload. Ultimate destruction, ultimate destruction mode. Yeah. yeah. Mode. Activated. Yeah. It was good. Can you do it together? Ready? And go. Ultimate destruction mode activated. <laughs> well, that's the end of our podcast. Enjoy. Your no, but uh, uh, um, how did you feel the, in terms of what we should? And I'm not trying to toot our own horns, but like with my wife directing and myself directing, was there a difference, the different feel for the, the, the themes? You can ask her this too. Well, I would say that you were very involved in the directing process in both. Mm -hmm. So Well, usually my wife, she was a little under the weather today, so yeah. she asked me to, to co-direct. Yeah. She usually goes in there and does most of it. Yeah. But did you feel that there was a difference in, in terms of the tone of the shoots? Yeah, definitely. Definitely, because with the first one, just on SKW, it was a lot more... Like that overacting style, really like going for it with the facial expressions and with the 45,000 ways that I got to kill my little friends. Um, yeah, so then it's just a lot more subtle on Jacqueline's side, which is, yeah, just different nuance to A little it. lighter. Yeah. yeah. What did you think of? I was going to say, I feel like you both have always complimented each other. Mm -hmm. um, completely similar but different styles because like Scorpion said it's more like yours is very raw and then 
like with Jackie's is more like ooh, yeah. you know. But meshed together, it just it melts beautifully. Did you right. say same, same but different? Yeah. <laughs> but did you guys? You had a good time. It was. I mean, we had a blast working with you. it yeah, was, it was, it was fun. really great. My wife kept talking about uh, how great your ad libbing was. She yeah. was like, "Oh my god, her dialogue really tied those scenes together." And. Uh, it was a big Lebowski kind of moment. It was just like she really made that feel real because it's this girl who is human and she has these fembots and suddenly they, it turns out that, that they're programmed to kind of take over the world and you guys really made that kind of come to life, which is really, really great. Excellent. I'll be honest, like it's purely my accent that makes you feel that way. <laughs> oh, this really is, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, it helps, it's, it's but no. massive but, hoax. But the actual lines made the story go forward and then uh, Kim's energy was amazing and then you have Ella, who you worked with, who, it's like her third shoe. She's she was so, so good. <sighs> and she's got such a beautiful look. And I don't think there's any other model out there that looks like her, mm -mm. like at all. She has the beautiful, youthful look, but also exotic, and she's sweet and bubbly, and she's also like this big. She's teeny. She was excellent. That's, we were talking about yeah. it when we like when we left mm -hmm. here to go to our other shoot, and we were just talking about how the day went, and we were saying that she was just she gave great energy mm -hmm. all day. Like you say, she's very unusual, and for us to be able to work with someone so petite yep. and. As well, we were doing all these crazy lists with her, and we were like, "Is this okay?" Yeah, she's yeah, a yeah. trooper. Yeah, total like total trooper. Five stars. She's she's great. We're looking forward to getting her back. She recently had a baby, so that's why she was like off for a while. But then she called me. She's like, "Do you have any work?" I'm like, "Fuck yeah, I do," because I can't say no to her. She's like, she's an instant seller. And then with you guys, that's like, pff, it's gold. I can't say no to her, and that just matters to them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's adorbs. Um, but uh, uh, what we're going to do is probably, we're going to, it's going to be interesting because we're going to ping pong between the two of you guys, but we're going to ask you the same questions. And uh, one of the things that we'd like our fans to know is the origin story of how you got into this crazy world that we're in. Um, but in case you guys don't know, uh, you are, Scorpion's very well known for doing mostly pro, or is it, do you have the three stories right now on Culture Cell, right? Yes, I do, yeah. What are the different themes that belong to that um, store? The first one is just a straight mixed wrestling store. Mm. Martial arts based, competitive, semi-competitive, or some fantasy stuff with girls in geese, some foot fetish and things like this. But I'd say that's my like, that's the store that is for people that think they haven't got a fetish. Mm -hmm. Like men who are like, oh, no, 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 I'm not kinky. I just I like just, wrestling. Yeah, I just like to watch Yeah, exactly. So that's the mixed wrestling heaven. And then Strong Girls Rule is pro wrestling, shiny, shiny tights, shiny leotards. Is that in the ring in, in London? Or? No, I do that on the mats. I have a studio in my place in London. Okay. So that's just straight on the mats. I'm thinking of Pippa's thing. Yeah, yeah that's in Manchester, right? Yes, it okay. is, with like Lisa King and mm -hmm. AXA. I've been told I need to work with Lisa King. She, you will love her. I'll fly her down. Yeah, you she, Lisa, if you're listening. Come, yeah. to, come to us, Lisa. Come to us, Atlanta. I can't recommend her enough. She's mm -hmm. hardworking, she's amazing on camera, but she's also amazing off she camera She has an amazing well. physical presence too. Oh yeah, she really does. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, and Kimchi, I think you've done pretty much, you've done everything under the umbrella of fetish, right? Like you've really worked fetish different, works. different, uh, spots, but like you have your own store as well. Yes. And just the one clip store or is it more? It's a uh, one. I just started a few months ago. Now, are there any particular fetishes that you're, you're leading, you've lent towards more or that, that people know you, uh, um, for, or it's just a little bit of everything. 
It's pretty much like I'm very, very versatile when it comes to different fetishes. Cause what do you get the most requests for? Lately, it's been a lot of feet. I would say that you're great for, like, your spanking stuff sells really well. Mm -hmm. And tickling, obviously, because she is the most tick tickly person. Well, if you're actually I, naturally ticklish, that's a big deal. Unbelievably yeah. ticklish. I actually feel sorry for her when she gets tickled. Where at? Like, what's your... Where well, you're, I would say I'm not she, telling you. Don't tickle her right now. Oh, I'm so sorry. I mean, you could. No, I have PTSD. But, <laughs> she's honest. I swear to you. It's, no jumping out of a window. It's unbelievable how tickly she is. <laughs> she full body like epileptic seizure. So anywhere, not anywhere. But it has but to be like armpits. Nah, I mean belly, feet, definitely ribs, ribs. back of the knee, grab the oh, back. Giving them the I can do a demo. <laughs> no, we're not doing that tonight. <laughs> is, are the feet the biggest spot? Oh. What about the knees, like right here, like yeah. the top of the knees? Yeah. I've yeah. seen that that's a very common place for... Just give her the death call. Oh, okay. So, one of my clips that I just came out with recently was of Tilly McReese and Nisa. I've been wanting to work with Tilly. Yeah, no, Tilly, Tilly is right. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you Tilly. just mixed up Tilly. Tilly never. <laughs> no, I've been hearing great things about Tilly, too. But how, yeah. How did that go? She's awesome to work with, too. They did an awesome lift and oh, carry sweet. clip. Yeah. Um, I've done a lot of catfighting clips with her, but the one custom that I did with her, which was really fun, but then I, I had trouble breathing after because it was oh, 30 minutes of nonstop tickling. Shit. Yeah. yeah. It was rough. Yeah. Oh my goodness. So you've been leaning more towards feet, but you, is it just like foot fetish in terms of you're showing your feet off to the camera or are you doing smothering or what's going on? Yeah. I mean like it's, it's a lot of femdom mixed with other stuff. And because I'm a switch, which there are other switches in the industry, but I guess it's just the fact that like... There's a lot of us. Yeah. <laughs> there's a yeah. lot of switches, but I guess it's just like recently I've been getting more on the dom side, which is really funny to me because I'm naturally more of a sub. Mm -hmm. But like I, I prefer following than being the person to be followed. Yeah. So... It's just now that I'm like, you know, producing my own content, it's just, it's a completely different ball game. Mm -hmm. Like being a model to me is just a lot easier when it comes to knowing what's what. Like, you know, as long as you give me a plan, I'll execute, like yeah. that's it. Versus now where it's like, oh my God, I have to come up with what idea now? Do you prefer producing or do you prefer being directed? Um, so working wise, I prefer direction. But producing wise, I love it now mm -hmm. because it's like you get to show and showcase your own creativity. Yeah. And I've gotten to do that a lot within the last several months in comparison because I speak three languages. Mm -hmm. I, you know, have different types of like um, degrees and certs and stuff that I like to use in my shoots. Yeah. Because why not? Mm -hmm. You know, you have it, you might as well use it. And then I get to meet so many phenomenal people while I'm doing what I'm doing. Like, I'm, I've been on the road since 2017. So, Good Lord. Yeah. I have not stopped since 2017. So, and because of that, I got to meet this lovely lady mm -hmm. right here. Well, what do you feel? Do you <laughs> feel that you prefer uh, for Scorpion um, producing or, or um, being directed? Is that, are they both like kind of on the same wavelength for you? I really enjoy producing 
So, Sounds like we're getting someone's getting murdered downstairs. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Sorry, movie theater downstairs. Yeah. Right, but you really enjoy producing. I really enjoy producing. There's certain of my clips that I love the look of them. There's some that I do with a really like blacked out look. They're called my like dark and intense series for my other site, and I feel like the look of them is something that I'm very very proud of. Um, and what, what makes what, what makes those singular to you? What's the um, style on those? Um, so it's in a completely blacked out room, and oh, then so we just have a single light on the two girls together, fully oiled up, and it's like a sensual struggle. Oh, sweet. So it's a, very much like a power exchange, and it's also kind of a muscle piece as well. The girls, there's no nudity, but the girls are in kind of like a, a, a skimpy, clean line outfit, and so you really get to see the girls' physiques as everyone like grabs and flexes, and you can hear, you can really... There's very little dialogue. It's like it's a just funny. a lot of grunting and groaning and yeah, you really hear like the gasping and then the struggle for air and maybe that. some smothering, a little bit of hair pulling, maybe some very like whispered, like dirty talk, but very mm. very quiet. And so those are ones I'm like, I feel like very sexy, super yeah. sexy. With I feel like it's pure erotica. There's no sex. Sometimes the girls will kiss. But that's maybe like when you're ten minutes into it and you're like, oh, are they gonna, are they, are they gonna, and then they finally kiss and you're like, oh, this is hot, yeah, that's great. yeah, maybe if little fingers in the mouth, you know, everyone likes fingers in the mouth. Yeah, you little. really like to stick fingers in mouth. <laughs> no, I'm into it. It's <laughs> a British thing. Um, uh, but yeah, so what about uh, so when it comes to the actual content you produce, you're mostly known for the wrestling. Yes. But you're, most, and you're known for just doing a little bit of everything. So being on the road, I've been told everybody just knows me for wrestling. Oh, and great. I'm like, huh? Our people are slowly emerging from the, from the deaths. Yeah. Well, now it's more for tickling, like, like mm. she said. And, then, and, and I think that's my, mostly because everybody realizes how ticklish I am. But then you have... I, I was at Lone Star this year, so mm. I've been being asked more to go do more spanking lately. Yeah. The only reason why I don't think I sell as well for spanking is because even though you say I do well, which our clip did do very well, however, I believe that's because we just work well together. Yeah. You guys have your chemistry. Yeah. yeah, and it's like, I don't bruise, unfortunately, and I don't really, like, uh, I don't, yeah, like, it's, so, but because I do switch, it's why I do get hired more for spanking as a top lately mm -hmm. more. So it's it's pretty intriguing to see the direction, how fetish how the fetish industry works. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So before we get into that a little bit more, because I have a couple more questions to ask you uh, in terms of uh, you know what you guys are into and also you know favorite matches versus um, the things that you know your pet peeves. But I want to go back to what got you guys into it. And we don't have to like get really in depth with it, but like I, I kind of want to get into what set you on this path so with we'll start with Ken so what um, I don't want to like date you know how long you've been <laughs> but you can tell us your age if you'd like or you can tell us when you started or what got you into it um, so I'm 28 mm -hmm. oh you're a baby <laughs> isn't she lucky <laughs> thing um, I started doing uh, bondage modeling when I was 21 nice. um, to pay for college yeah. <laughs> I, it's a common story. Yeah, but <laughs> I realized how much I was into it. Mm -hmm. And then when I was approached by Vivi from New Maidens. Um, oh, I love Vivi. Yeah. yeah, and she had asked me to uh, get into a six-way bondage match. That was my first time ever 
doing anything fetishy. And I, I love just, that she she just throws you into the deep end of the pool. <laughs> but I reread the message like I think a month after I started, and I looked at it. and It's like, wow, I didn't even know who this woman was, and I just was like, yeah, sure, let's go. Mm -hmm. Like it was literally not even a two email transaction. <laughs> like and that was it. I'm in. Yeah, and in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, I got into it that way, but then I, I started getting more into my own fetishes and then started exploring more with other producers before I decided to take But your first ever fetish shoot was with BB. Was wrestling, okay. yeah. Bondage wrestling. So it, it How long have you been in the business? Out. Um, to April 2016 was when I started. Okay. So about, yeah, okay. So three years, four years. Mm -hmm. It's not, all right. Yeah. So you're still relatively new to yes. the scene. That's... It's great because I feel like I've heard about you for so long that it, it feels like it could have been longer. I think it's from going through 40 states in a year. Oh, yeah. That could do <laughs> it. That could, could do be, it. Yes. You're doing it when you're young, too. Like, if I try to do that now, then you would just find me in a ditch somewhere in Texas. <laughs> Rocking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or they just find, like, a, a leg. <laughs> the rest of me would be somewhere in the desert. Uh, so for Scorpion, how long have you been in the business? What got you into it? What started you? Um, so I'll be five years in January, so like four and a half years okay. now. Um, I got into it, um, <laughs> so I was looking for a new line of work. I've been self-employed for a long time, mm. for already, I was already self-employed for like 10 years at the time, but I was looking oh, wow. for a new line of work where I could um, stay self-employed, um, I could earn money when I was traveling because mm -hmm. my previous businesses I ha was very much like dependent you on being in one place. In, yeah. yeah, yeah. And I also wanted something where I would have residual income because my previous one I had to be at work to make the money. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, right, it's time for something new. So I'd found something that I enjoyed. It was like a health and fitness thing. But when I looked at it, I was like, it's going to take me like three years to make money out of this. And I'm living in London. So three years living in London without breaking even is, that's a rough three years. Um, and then in the background of this, I was like, okay, I've moved to London and now finally I can do some kinky shit for myself mm -hmm. because I'm from a small place where you don't want to get into that because everyone talks a lot and it's just not, it's not cool. Everyone knows each other, yeah. Exactly. And everyone's going to be like, oh, you never guess what she has to thing to do that you're going to put your what in my what? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so I was like, let's not do this here. Let's wait till I get to London mm -hmm. where the streets are paved with perverts. <laughs> Um, so, I, I can attest. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I was like, all right, I'll go there and I can go to some clubs and, you know, meet people. And, Spanish nights. Yeah, like let's just like explore a little bit. That's and great. then so I'm Googling, we're Googling away. And I was like, oh, there's this thing. It's like a mistress workshop. And I was like, oh, this will be cool. I can learn how to spank somebody or tie somebody up. This will be really interesting. Build a bear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I contacted Which the Which is the name of a gay club, I think. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, go ahead, sorry. Um, so I contacted the lady who's um, Kim Rubb, who's, who I didn't know. She's like fetish royalty in mm -hmm. London. Um, contact her. I booked the course. Brilliant. She calls me the day before and she's like, listen, I'm really sorry. My other ladies have dropped out. If you want to come along and do the course, it's just going to be me and you and it's just going to be at my house. And I was like, yeah, if that's okay, like I'll come along, that would be cool. So I go along 
And um, she's like, right, okay, so we'll get started. And it's a four-hour course. And as the course went on, my mouth went from like, oh, this is interesting. I'm taking my notes to like, oh, dear Lord. <laughs> <laughs> Put the what in your what? <laughs> I, like, I didn't have a column for this. Because I was so green. Was um, it, what was the theme of the, the course? I didn't realize it. it was how to become a pro-dom. Oh, so what did you do to your sub and stuff like that? Yeah, and it was also like, how, what are you going to be called? How are you going to make the bookings? What are your limits going to be? Mm. What, you know, how do you do your screenings? And I was like, oh, uh, I thought this was how I was going to be like, oh, let's find somebody. Ha, ha, ha. Tickle oh. them a little bit. The fella. And I was in way over my head. Like, I wasn't <laughs> so far over my head that I couldn't see the top. And so um, at the end of the four hours, she said to me, she was like, you could do this, you know, because you used to be self-employed, you're organized, blah, blah, blah. But this used to be what I would call like a, you know, like a real dominatrix, whips, heels, mm -hmm. etc. So I left and I had to go into the nearest cafe and literally sit down and just like stare at the wall and go, oh, Toto, we're not in Kansas anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so literally like, holy fuck. And then I think what happened in the next couple of days changed everything. So I was like, yeah, I could do this. I could do this. But I bumped into my ex-boyfriend the next day and he was like, oh, what have you been doing the last couple of days? And I was like, oh, I went to a bike show on the Friday. Oh, and I went to a mistress workshop on the Saturday. And his little eyes lit up. And I thought, oh, you're a subby little bitch. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I've been on a four hour course. I know everything. I'm the baddest dom in town. And so it ended up like, I en we, me and him ended up in this like dom-sub relationship. There is a lot more detail on what yeah, happened yeah. like the day after that was... Did this, you guys this, end up like, attending more uh, seminars? Or, or Yeah, do you want to hear what happened the next day? I mean, <laughs> it ends up in, in not well for me, but mm -hmm. it's funny story, so... So he's like, oh, I didn't know you were into all of that. And I thought, oh, well, I'm going to act like the superior being that I am. And I was like, well, I don't tell you everything, do I, minion? <laughs> and um, I was like, yeah, and I've been, I'm on the list of pedestal. And he was like, pedestal? It's a, like a femdom night in mm -hmm. London. And he was like, well, what are you going to wear? And at this point, I'm like, fuck, I'm going to wear my trackies. It's just all I've got, really. <laughs> got my trackies. So he was like, well, why don't you come around tomorrow? And you could, um, maybe you could try on some latex at my house. And I was like, what do you mean try on latex at your house? What have you got at your house? And he was like, oh, well, um, just come over. I'll make you lunch. And uh, I was thinking, <laughs> and he's like, what size are you? Wow. Yeah. So it turns out that he is a fucking massive latex slut. Wow. Yeah. So I go. And this guy was your what? He was your. We had dated. You had dated him. You yeah. had no idea. No idea. Both of us were having like the most boring so vanilla sex. Like, bitch. oh, fucking make this end. But both of us. I love it. And you're on top of me. And he's really like sticking in my ass, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so we're obviously both bored out of our minds, dating each other, but to like whatever to communicate. So it's amazing how. how how closed off people could be. Yeah, it's so funny. We're obviously too scared to be like, well, Like, you never saw my latex wing? Yeah, would you like to, um... Oh, my goodness. Yeah, so I go to his house for lunch the next day, and, um... What happened? Oh, yeah, he was like, oh, will you make that broccoli salad you always make? And I was like, darling, I'll tell you how to make it, but I will not be making it. <laughs> so I give him the instructions and I lounge on the couch and so we have lunch and we have a nice time. Then he was like, do you want to try this latex on then? And I was like, yes, all right. 
and um, someone had lent me a pair of heels at this time that were like proper dominatrix, like loads of uh, like little nails coming out of them and everything. So I go into the bathroom, I come out just in the heels, mm -hmm. and he's like, oh my God. And then he was like, right, you need to put this like lubricant on your mm -hmm. skin because it's latex catsuit. And he passed it to me and I just held out my arm and was like, apply it. Mm -hmm. And he was like, yes, yes, yes. So he applied, he fully lubes me up. He puts me in the catsuit and starts taking some pictures of me. And I'm like, cool. I'm like, po I mean, if I look at the picture now, I wasn't really posing. I was just standing there <laughs> with bad hair, no makeup, <laughs> nails not painted. But I was like, oh yes, I'm so dominant. <laughs> Um, and then obviously because he's taking pictures and I'm like yeah I'm so bad and he's like oh she's so dominant so we all start getting a bit turned on and um, how did it start anyway we start getting down to some adult stuff and the, the um, cat suit has got like a two-way zipper in it <laughs> so we start getting up to some stuff. The two-way zipper comes undone. He's doing you can be totally descriptive if you want. Yeah, yeah, all right. I just so, love that yeah. you're like, you get into some adults. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, the, the, this is where things start coming undone for me, both <laughs> literally and metaphorically. So he undoes the zipper of my thing, and he's like going down on me, and he's like fingering me and stuff, and then gets a dildo out of the drawer, and he's fucking me, and then I come, and he's like, what about me? And I'm like, don't be silly. And then like literally the endorphins wear off after I come and I'm like oh my god my pussy's on fire <laughs> I was like what was on the dildo what was on the dildo and I'm like fuck I'm burning I'm burning and so I like crawl into the bathroom and I end up in the bath like this for the, for people who for the, can't see. For the listeners at home this is me legs akimbo in the tub <laughs> and I'm like I burn it burns it burns and I've got the shower head like full cold on the thing going oh my god it's burning it's burning what have you done to me turns out that when he made the broccoli salad there were chilies involved oh my god so the very dominant lady I'm so dominant worshipped me ended up in the bathroom going oh my oh pussy he fingered you a chili oh, finger <laughs> that yeah. is amazing. Listen, that's, <laughs> that's, <laughs> I thought you were going to tell me it was from the latex or something because that's how I found out I was allergic to latex. Yeah, I thought <laughs> that's even something. better. Yeah, yeah, that's like, no, oh, no. yeah, he should have washed Absolute his hands before he finger banging error. Oh. <laughs> Yeah. Four and a half years later, here I yeah. am. Shazam. <laughs> All right, so from that, uh, where did you get into? Because <laughs> at this point, you still had, hadn't shot anything or filmed anything. Oh, yeah, this is so, really yeah. into the back. Oh, so, uh, so I'm in the tub. And he gets the camera out. No. Um, <laughs> so what happened? So I was, I tried my hand, so to speak, at pro-doming for mm. a sh very short amount of time. I didn't like it. I didn't like it. It was too um, visceral, shall we say. Mm. And it wasn't my thing. Someone told me about session wrestling. And I was like, oh, this sounds good. Okay. I get to be like rough and tumble. I don't have to wear heels fucking amazing mm -hmm. and I get to wear also some really cool outfits so I was like right I'm gonna try this so that was the January of 2015 so I started doing some sessions 
and then I did my first event in March, and then I went to FemWrestle in May, which mm -hmm. is like a big German girl-girl wrestling event that was like the big girl-girl wrestling event at okay. the time. It's not happening anymore. But and then from there, I met at there I met Jennifer Thomas, I met Tamiko, I met Cheyenne, and I'd started doing a little bit of filming for other people, and then someone would be like, do you want to shoot a custom video? And I'd be like, what's that? Yes, that's fine, I'll do that. And then from there, I was like, oh, so people are doing this filming thing. So I got into a bit more. Then I was like, oh, I'm self-employed. Mm -hmm. I'm making money when I travel. And I'm making residual income from filming. And I'm looking rather magnificent while I do it. Except for the, when I'm in the bath. <laughs> with my pussy on fire. <laughs> <laughs> so that was your first taste at being an uh, actual model. Uh, <laughs> Well, no, in front of the camera model. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, how long until uh, you decided to start producing for yourself? Um, so if I started sessioning in the January, I think, so Kill Pussy and I started a store together. I think it was, was it July that year? It's July the year after. Rewind. There's someone named Kill Pussy? Yeah, she's yes. in Europe. Yes, in, in the UK. She, is that a wrestler? Or yeah, yeah, she's wrestler. a very known wrestler. She's great. She's like yeah. Amazon. She wants to stop a Warda. She, they're about to tour together. Okay, um, that's she's great. great. She's a great I, name. Yeah. It's good, isn't it? Yeah, so mm. her and I started doing some, some, um, some filming together. I still have the first thing that we shot together, which has never been released and never will be, and is labeled in the folder as, oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> There's so much just terrible about it it's so good because it's so bad oh oh there's like there's no makeup there's no lighting there's there's <laughs> the outfits are literally you know when you look back and you're like why was i wearing that like why was i wearing that <laughs> well if you get paid a premium for broadcasting this clip right now oh, <laughs> yeah, you're gonna go out of request. <laughs> oh, dear. and the best thing about it was i just shot it on like my iphone oh the tripod, obviously so i'm GWC girl with cam mm -hmm. and so I have it propped up on the chair and anytime we go above anything a low crouch it chops well, our heads get chopped off because of the way I'd angled the camera oh good it's fucking glorious oh, <laughs> so if you're into some like headless headless badly lit wrestling I kinda need call to see me it. I have the file I kind of need to see this it's um, shocking it's really shocking. So wait, so your own productions, like for a while, I'm assuming you did a lot of uh, appearances for other companies, and then you decided to just, you know, start doing it for yourself, correct? To be honest, in the UK, there's not a lot of wrestling producers. Mm -hmm. You've got a couple of studios in London, and then one in Birmingham, and one in Manchester. So I know the Manchester one. Or yes, I know of the Manchester one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and they're all really good, mm -hmm. but you can't shoot for them that often. Like coming over here and being able to shoot with loads of different people. That's why I come here mm -hmm. because the the selection is incredible. Um, so yeah, I shot over there a little bit, but then we started doing our own stuff. And it, like I started off shooting all different types of things. Again, the early stuff, shocking, <laughs> absolutely shocking. Um, yeah, and then gradually, gradually, you get your custom requests, yeah. you find your niche, invest in the equipment and the wardrobe, and gradually, gradually clawed my way out of the Odeer file. Okay. <laughs> I hope, hopefully I'm not. Well, you did it a lot smarter, I feel like, because for me it was like, I didn't even get into production intentionally. 
it was just I had way too many. Like I, it started from one custom clip mm -hmm. and yeah. somehow just kept adding on over. Getting new requests. Yeah, yeah. And then I was like, okay, I'm like 20 clips deep already. Should I finally open this? Yeah. <laughs> Clips. Yeah, I was like, I already made my money off them once, but like, should I, what should I do now? Yeah, yeah but it was like, when, I, I was glad I did that though, because from not opening my store until now could have been a mistake, but it's also the fact that I learned from other people's mistakes too. Mm -hmm. So then it's like, all right, what should I do that could better it? And you don't know until you put out that little bit of taste for people to see. You never yeah. know what people are going mm -hmm. like. You're more than aware of this. Mm -hmm. I mean, you're, you are your own brand. That's another thing. Is you, you, you're the only person who looks like you. Yeah. And so people can get you to do things that they can't get you to do with, uh, can't get you to do the same things for the companies. Mm -mm. Where you're like, I'm just at home alone. I'm going to do this solo clip or I'm going to do this with another friend of mine who only lives in this area code. And you have your own brand. You have your own product that only you can produce. And I think that's the thing that makes it important for a lot of models is like can you provide something that no other producer can provide with you yeah and you guys can like you know you've done it obviously pretty well because you guys are you're very well known in the c4s community and and also in the fetish community and uh when i mentioned kimchi when i mentioned you on my twitter people just fucking lit me up they're like oh my god they're coming together holy shit and so <laughs> that's good yeah so all right well that's that's good. So now, where are you, where are you guys at now? Like uh, in terms of productions, what what do you feel like you're doing most of? Because it feels like you guys are doing. Well, you said tickling. No, actually, on this tour. Now it's going feet. Or? Well, that's what my store, like I said, mm -hmm. is going more towards. What are you doing that's more just custom wise. Of in, in this particular tour? But this tour, the most customs I got was wrestling. Oh great! Mm, yeah, catfight stuff. Yeah, I have a lot of customs in store for FetCon because of the amount of girls that are Lots going this year. A lot of catfight, catball, um, and mm. mainly wrestling pins and submissions. Um, if it wasn't for Madison Swan, actually, I, I would have thought I have to fight for my life for the last three years. <laughs> this entire if she didn't introduce me to you, I would not have realized that. That's great though. Because the first production company I worked with was Doom Maidens, and I worked mm -hmm. with them regularly for a while, and because of where I lived. But then after that, I worked for Carrie, I worked with um, East Coast Cats. So most of them were <laughs> real fighting, and I didn't mm -hmm. realize there was alternatives. Ah, there's a scale. <laughs> yeah. Like, she's like, no, there's on and there's off. Yeah. <laughs> so I still keep the same intensity throughout mm -hmm. everything now, but. I've learned to manage it better because before there, there was definitely yeah <laughs> I understand when I shot with Vivi the very first time mm -hmm. so I started rest I started sessioning in the January I was shot with Do Maidens in the October so I'm still like super super green mm -hmm. so I think we shot like a bondage wrestling match and then we shot like a sort of like sensually one and then we did a pro wrestling one as well I punched Vivi full force in the cunt <laughs> Do you know how terrible you feel when you do something like that? Well, I'm assuming. To somebody that you don't know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's the one of the worst things. I only did that with permission, though, because Akira asked. <laughs> Akira Lane? Akira, uh, Akira Shell. Oh. She had me and Sativa do cunt busting on her. Mm -hmm. And she was like, no, just kick me for real. It's cool. Holy shit. And wow. if you would have seen, oh my God, Sativa, like. She's a her life was black her girl. love for it was just over. She was like, oh my god, she she looked like pale 
from kicking Akira. And I'm like, but she asked, so do what she says. She's like, no, I can't. It's weird. I can't do it. I, I know how it feels. This this really hurts. It hurts me kicking her. I'm like, oh my God. I mean, if, if a guy asked me to kick him in the balls, I couldn't do it. But really? that's the thing. I like, do I don't know if it's because it just is an automatic switch off for me when certain things I get asked and I'm just like, okay, like I, like I said, direction, just give yeah. it to me and I'll execute. But ball busting and cunt busting, it's like, uh, it comes almost like, I don't know if I could kick a girl in the pussy. Maybe if you do like a fake version of it. Yeah, obviously. yeah. But if you do full force. No, yeah. I, no, I, you can if you just. I mean, you can do it, but it's like, I, I just think in terms of like safety and, and long term. Well, my thing is that if you ask, and if I have a liability waiver on it, oh well, I, <laughs> I'm gonna do both. I mean, if that's if that's her kink, and she's just using the uh, the production as a way to channel it. I mean, I guess you know, as long as you're signing the, the waiver, then fucking, I guess go for it. I mean, because who like Veronica Vixen? She's another cunt buster. Mm -hmm. um, Lana recently started getting into cunt busting, so there's. There's girls that are getting into it, and I think because, you know, some people just enjoy seeing others in pain. Sofa some people just it. enjoy being in pain. Safa likes it, I think, receiving. Receive? Oh, I I've never kicked her in the cunt. Kilkus, you said she was punching her, and she liked it. Anyway, mm. we'll have to ask them. Yeah, we should yeah. directly. <laughs> we digress. Let's go to the source. <laughs> <laughs> These are just rumors until they're... <laughs> Do not kick you. Safa in the cunt. She will hurt you. Yeah, like that. especially <laughs> at a Macy's. <laughs> if she's out shopping, they'll just walk up to her like, "Hey, kick! I heard that you like this <laughs> from Secret Kids World." Uh, <laughs> I've never worked with her actually. I've uh, how is she? She's she's uh, Safa. Yeah, I never worked with her. Oh, you shouldn't. She's. I she's, feel like we. I feel like we bumped into each other at a FETCON, but it was like one of those, at FETCON it could be... I don't think she's ever done FETCON. No, she did it once. Oh, she did? Yeah, because I remember like my friend uh, Gia Primo walked with me, she's like, oh, that's Safa. Yeah, they're, they're friends, or mm. were friends. Well, they were um, friends. Yeah. yeah, they were, yeah. Yeah, Gia fell out of the, the scene, I think. But yeah, I remember seeing her, I'm like, oh, okay, I'll have to say hello, And but it's FETCON, so you Yeah, yeah. you don't, like, oh my god, I remember, last year was my first FETCON ever, mm. and just crossing paths, yep. like, if you're not working with the person, you're not seeing them, yeah. like, I think with Scorpion, like it was just a consistency where I just ended up constantly seeing her, and then mm -hmm. it got to like March, where all of a sudden me and her are like, let's go on tour together. Why not? This seems yeah. like a great idea. Yeah. Let's do it. So yeah, and it's been the best tour yet, actually. I was great. Like, we eat a lot. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually, I mean, uh, when you guys came over to the podcast, you're like, is there food there? <laughs> Can you order some food? I was, I was peeing and she was like, do you want to go and do the podcast? And she opened the door like, will there be food? <laughs> she did. She texted me. She's like, will there be food? I'm like, yes. And she's like, uh, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> they just, my, my wife was like downstairs trying to like look at your text. We're like, what is that? It, she wants what? And I don't know Thai food. Yeah. So I'm like, did she, is that a spelling error? <laughs> no, it was like the, the uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, is that? I think she meant to say something else. Like, I see you. No, <laughs> and it came out like. So, would you eat that? Funny, funny, yeah. funny thing about my language. Um, ill in Vietnamese actually means love. 
So if you but this is Thai, right? That, so this is, is the language is very similar. Really, yeah, most Asian languages are very very fucking very similar. shit. You won't understand each other. We do that intentionally. We don't like That's each so other. Great. We won't have it. I know. It's yeah. all this. It's all pretty much, very, like, I mean, for instance, right? You go and you take two simple words, T U. You change a syllable, it ends up becoming a completely different word. Interesting. So I say the 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 tone. Yeah. Yeah. And then you hear a Thai person do it. You hear an Indonesian person do it, and they're all different words. But we all have it's it's all. Basic, like we have something stuck in our throats. Oh wow! While talking. Wow. <laughs> very, well, you very learn bad. something new every day. Yeah. So uh, no, it wasn't the spelling error. <laughs> all right, we're gonna move into phase three now. Uh, this is great. I like juggling uh, the, the, the the different model reactions. But like uh, one of the the biggest questions we get asked a lot is um, when you came into this particular business, did how much of this was um, a fetish for you when you started? Uh, like how much of this was baggage that you brought with from your youth? You know, like there's a lot of girls, but mostly guys will be like, well, well I got into this, like me, I got into pro wrestling and, and fantasy combat when I was a kid. And then later on when I became a teenager, I was just like, oh, this is, a, I think this is a kink. I'm going to take this and use it to build this website. Um, was there anything like that from your own personal youth that, that came with it? Or is that something more like now that I'm starting this company, I'm realizing that I'm into this. Like, I'll start with Scorpio. I was going to say, she, she has a better answer than me, I think, on this one. Well, like, how much of this is baggage from when you were young? How much of this was created by the fact that you started producing? That's the question, I think. Um, I would say that, so when I started, like I said, I was... Someone's getting murdered. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, Go ahead. Kill each other more yes. quietly, please. Yes, please. <laughs> Um, so like I said, when I came into this, I was green as hell, like I really, really was. And I was coming, I came into, I thought I was coming into it for personal exploration and then I accidentally ended up becoming a pro dom. Um, slipped and fell. These things happen. Yeah. He slipped and fell. I did. <laughs> 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 I was like, put yogurt on it, anything. <laughs> that is one of the best stories yeah. I've heard on this podcast. <laughs> Chili um, fingers. Yeah. Oh God, it really stung. Um, broccoli salad with chili. <laughs> oh, it's really good, like char grilled broccoli with like a chili and lemon and garlic dressing. Okay, that sounds yeah, good. It's but really good. That's how you end the top. Put it in your pussy. <laughs> <laughs> top tip. <laughs> <laughs> top tip. Definitely. So. So you were sin. So um, <laughs> yeah. So I came into it super super green, um, and then it was like okay, I want to explore. And sometimes when I'm shooting, I'm like, this is really sexy. Mm -hmm. And other days it's, it's just work. So before you even encountered your first fetishistic, um, I guess, activity, was there anything that you brought, like, was there anything in your, in your youth or even in your, your teenage years or even your college years that you were getting into or you thought like, oh, I think I have a kink for this? Um, so... Before I started doing this, I dated like one guy who mm. was really kinky. And then, so I was like, oh, this stuff is really fun. And, but I had before that super, super vanilla life. Mm -hmm. Although I've always, like, I remember since my like late teens, I would like have a bit of a Google and I'd be like, have a look at dominatrixes. I found it like intriguing. Just found it intriguing, and I wasn't really so the sure sub why. Kind of dynamic. Yeah, I think it was just because it was really taboo 
So I was like, oh, this looks really Especially interesting. Especially where you were from. Yeah, because yeah. I'm from such a conservative place. Um, so yeah, I'd be like, oh, this looks quite interesting. Mm. Um, but I think it was because I had no exposure. None of my like home friends are kinky at all. So there would never be anyone mentioning anything and me going, oh, that sounds interesting. Like, That's the more. worst. That's the worst is if you have, have kinks and no one else has kinks. Yeah, nobody. Like even my home friends now, like for them, I am not Scorpion. I am myself i don't talk about work in front of them not because they wouldn't want to hear about it but i talk to them about food and riding motorbikes and paddle boarding mm -hmm. and you know is the tide right for us to go in the sea occasionally if i've had a funny story at work i might tell them but or i might send them like the odd like funny picture if, if we've been doing something like the lift and carry that i did with tilly mm -hmm. or something okay. I'll send a couple of pictures, or like the one today with the machine with the yeah. guns. I'll send them that because like, it's fucking cool. At work today. Yeah. yeah, but the rest of the time I'm just me. It's not Scorpion, and I'd have no need to be like Scorpion at home. But then, when we're on this side, you know, you've got your like kinky friends in yeah. this world that you can talk to. Okay, so that's that's actually a very common answer because for me, there's an interesting dynamic between male and female approaches to fetish. Because when you talk to a guy, like I've talked to a lot of male producers or even just fans, who just be like, when I was 12, I saw this, yes. and then at 14, I saw this, and suddenly, this is what I was into. Yeah, this is the only thing that will get me off. Whether it's pantyhose female combat, you know, BDSM. Yeah. Uh, it's just the male mind seems to zero in on something and really lock into it. Whereas I think with most women, it's more like, I kind of like this. I kind of like that. This is fun. This is sweet. I like wearing this. I like wearing that. Yeah. There's nothing that's very like... Specific. Yeah. That's really funny that you said that because I never thought about that way. No, it is. I mean, men are very My solid in their, in their yeah. targets. They just be like, uh, I'd like to see you wearing this kind of stocking, this kind of top, have your hair this way, and this is the only way that I can achieve orgasm. For God's sake, make sure they're reinforced toe pantyhose. Yes, they have to be reinforced. They can't just don't just use dance tights. They have to be reinforced. They have to be blah blah. You have to wear this kind of glove, and that way I can have an orgasm. Whereas women are more like, I mean, I can. Someone spanks me, that's nice. But if they don't, I don't care. You can choke me too. Yeah, choke me. But if not, that's fine. Buy me a nice dinner. Fuck it. You know. And so most women. A lot of women that I speak to okay, are, are not the, my more vanilla friends are more just like, I can give it, I can take it or leave it. Now there are women uh, that I've met that are very, they have that one thing that they really like and I think that's awesome too. Like I have one friend who I talked to, um, should I name her? I don't know. Anyway, well she was on the show, but, uh, but she, she said like she has a sleepy fetish. So she's like, as long as there's some sort of sleepy element in during sex, whether I'm being knocked out or ha or someone's had sex with me while I'm unconscious, nice. it, it gets her. It gets her there. Yeah. But it has to be present for yeah. her to have a, a complete sexual experience. Yeah. Um, and that was interesting because her name is Constance. Yeah. And uh, love Constance. And Constance told me that shit. She was just like, yeah, if you don't fucking do sleepy games with me, I'm not gonna come. And I'm like, rock on, girl. Uh, and cool. so it's. So it's interesting, for a lot of women, it's it's very much like I can take it or leave it, but I can still just have regular sex. Whereas a lot of men will zero in on one particular fetish. Like you have to be wearing this particular kind of You've jeans. You've got to have heels on. Or put me in this particular yeah. wrestling move, or you have to put me in a scissors, you have to put me in a chin lock, or you have to put me in a sleeper, yeah. um, or you know, role play, stuff like yeah. that. 
But in your case, it was more like you were just learning as... Genuinely kinky. Yeah, just all kinds of kinks. Yeah, yeah. And doing this has really, really helped me find stuff that I would have never, ever thought about trying. And then you maybe you're on a shoot and you... I don't know whether it's the clothing item or the activity. And afterwards, you're like... Oh damn! <laughs> <laughs> I feel like women are more—they're a little more giving because they'll walk into. I've been in—I've been at play parties. I've been in situations where women will come up to, uh, or a, a female friend of mine. Yeah. I hate to use the word female, but like a woman that I know will walk up to uh, a guy that she's into and be like, "What are you into? Oh, you're into this? Well, the fact that I'm making this come to life for you is turning me on." Yeah, you know, but. It doesn't, it's not their particular kink, you know? So, with that, I actually want to ask you, like, do you have any particular things that you Kim's zero in on? she's going to say, give me the reinforced toe. I need it. <laughs> no, with Kim, because, like, I, I feel like you might have, you might be a little deeper, it might be more into the deep end of the, of the water. Yeah. Like, what are the things, that, <laughs> what are the things, and I'll, I'll actually start fresh. So, uh, what are the things that you used to be into before you started producing versus the things that you got into after? So when I was five years old, <laughs> da, 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 this is where we begin. I was watching James Bond. It's always James Bond. It's always James Bond. Yeah. <laughs> or the Avengers. Actually, like the early yeah. '60s Avengers. Yeah. yeah, that was the other one. <laughs> Wonder Woman was another one. So what I used to do when I was a kid, and I didn't realize it until I started getting into fetish, I was like, "Wow, there is a lot of correlation," and I feel like that's why. I really started sessioning before production more mm-hmm. because I noticed I connected with people in that way. Yeah. Like like you said, men are, they have a direct target. And it was like, I, I'm actually able to relate was when I used to purposefully get into trouble so I could get spanked, so I could get tied up. Oh. So I could like, Wait, so. Wait, rewind. Yeah. What kind of trouble did you get into <laughs> that got you tied up? <laughs> When you were five. <laughs> well, I hung out with a lot of different kids. <laughs> oh my god, that's great! Yeah. I hate you. Get the room. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> like, and I realized I was like, wow, the the amount of times I've been, you know, spanked with, I don't know, rulers, chopsticks. <laughs> <laughs> so that's very specific <laughs> like just any anything and it was like it'd be like tell me not to do something and i would purposefully do it yeah, so was it was it such a brat yes was it was it the pain or was it the discipline i think it's the pain okay like i have a very very weird pain tolerance okay and I've realized that over the years because, especially with wrestling, like my body's constantly in pain. So you see weird in terms of like it's just a high tolerance? I, I would say so, yeah. It just variates? It's, it varies, but it's... Varies? Yeah. That just, I, I said variates. That's, that's not even a word. <laughs> hey, editor, remove <laughs> that. Variates. Uh, but it varies, so yeah. depending on the scenario, I guess. Yeah, it's mostly scenario-based that made me feel certain ways. And that's what would make me happy. Right. Like, and I realized that with doing shooting fetish, um, especially being having the opportunity to explore those mm-hmm. sides, like how she said, we didn't. I didn't realize like I was ever into feet. Like I'm into worshiping feet now, and I oh, okay. never did that as a kid. But this I, is this is post production. This is post production where mm-hmm. it's like okay, wow, like, but it has to be clean. 
I'm not going to suck on some dirty toes. No, no shit. No, no, no shit on it either. Um, (laughs) 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 But I, but I guess you could correlate when I was kidding because I do know how to suck on my own toes. Mm So, (laughs) I mean, who doesn't? That's how I used to get rid of my nails when I was like six. (laughs) (laughs) Hashtag (laughs) T-I-L. No, I mean, but like I... I mean, tell us more about you. Actually, I'm like you. I will totally suck on someone's feet as long as they're clean. Yeah, and it's like I never thought I was into, into it. it per se, unless it's if, if it's a sub dom. If I'm feeling submissive and someone says, "Hey, suck my feet," and they're clean, I'll fucking do it. No, but that's the thing, though. Like as ticklish as I am, mm-hmm. like if a guy can suck on my toes, right? Oh, you got me. Yeah. Like, so good. Yeah. Oh God, yeah. It's just... Oh, sorry. <laughs> I was like, don't slap the table. I was like, Damn. <laughs> suck my toes. <laughs> suck on my toes and this is I what know. happens. Sleeper kid. Yeah, you have to suck sleeper kid's toes at least once for every table slap. Oh, but don't worry, we have baby wipes. So. It's all good. So, but, but that what I feel like that is, is you have... Your root was being submissive. Yeah, well, not... Bratty. <laughs> when Kim says she's well, But if you're bratty in terms of like, I'm going to do this, I'm going to be bad, but I know that I'm, I'm doing it because there is going to be a repercussion. Yeah. Someone's going to spank me, someone's going to discipline me. You're not just going to be bratty for bratty's sake, because that, that's, no. that's, that's a whole other sub-fetish. I define bratty for bratty's sake. Where it's like, <laughs> I'm just a bitch, and I'm going to be selfish, I'm going to be childish, and I'm going to be withholding, but I'm never going to see any justice for it. Mm. That's bratty. She's only bratty when she wants to get spanked. Well, when you have the girls who do the POV where they're just like, I'm going to talk down to you and be a total bitch, and that's what turns guys on. It's just like, just just tell me that, tell me how little I am and blah, 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 blah. But whereas where you're doing it, you're like, I'm going to be evil, I'm going to do, I'm going to be devious, but I expect some sort of, you know, discipline. Yeah, well, I like I said, it has to be a two-way street, hence I feel like the switch part comes in. Mm-hmm. Because I do care about my partner, whoever it is that I'm doing this situation with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whether, whoever it was, even as a kid, I was pretty considerate about it. I'd run away. But so your thing is, that you, can, you can discipline me, but you have to catch me. Yes! There you go. And I think it's the catch. Like it's, it's the it's cat a fa- mouse. Yeah, and it's, it's a cat. Yeah, it's Python and Pride. If you want to talk about real like kink yeah. like that, like inner kink before production or before this whole lifestyle opened up for me, it's definitely the Python prey. Well, that's why wrestling is so key to that because yeah. I remember I did a, a private session once. <laughs> Jesus Christ, I didn't. I never talked about this before. But there was a, yeah, there was a there was a girl who was like a lot like you, or was just like you can discipline me, but you have to fucking dominate. Make it. So yeah. it was like you had to actually you have to I had earn to, it. No, I had to put her in this, yeah. into submission law. I had to make her. She had to tap out. Yeah. And the moment that she taps out, then she's like, I'm all yours, do whatever you want, spank, 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 flog, 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 whatever. But yeah. you had to work for it. Yes. It wasn't just somebody who just bent over and was like, all right, do what you no, want. No, no. Yeah. And that to me is not fun. At that point, I'll be yawning. I'll be yeah. like, the it's, fuck? It's, yeah. it's lazy, dom stuff. Yes. You but know? then when you do the whole, like, that's why my session is the one that I, I realize that I enjoy the most. Like, one that I just had recently. I had to ID this kid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. Oh my and gosh. She, he was born in 2001. <gasps> I know. I was like, is this a good idea? 
but it was a great idea because he did exactly what I needed in my life. Mm. And I realized I was giving him exactly what he was looking for. Yeah. Because what he was expecting was not what was delivered. What he, what, from what it seemed, I mean, he came back for day two. Yeah. So <laughs> that told me a lot. Mm. And it was just like, you know, he earned a submission every time he got it. Yeah. And I earned all 20 submissions I got. Nice. So (laughs) it was something that you can keep playing with. And it's like, you know, so what are the things that you uh, learned about yourself after you started producing? Like, what are the things that, that like, I guess, joined your uh, list of kinks when you start to actually produce or work for other companies? Well, like I said, with the feet, I never... With the feet, yes. Was there anything else past that? Or was it like anything like texture-based? Like, oh, I enjoy wearing spandex or latex or I like wearing boots or like being... Strap play. Oh, okay. I never did strap play before production and sessions and once Can I got into it... you tell the fans what that is? Um, where I wear a strap on mm-hmm. and, you know, start getting Pe- them pegging? wherever they're... <laughs> wherever they want it. <laughs> Insert into hole. Into a hole. Like, into the ear, uh, the usually, nose, the mouth. Uh, women, men. Both. So, oh, okay. I've done both. So you're okay um, with pegging both? Yeah. Okay. I'm actually into... That's great. much so. And I realized, I was like, is it the power play? And I think that's what it is. But I don't enjoy being strapped to myself. You don't like being pegged. So, so, yeah. that's, so that keys into your dom side. Yeah, and I guess that doesn't really count much as a switch, but I, I'm switching no, genders. Does that switch count? means fifty? <laughs> I to am. Me, to me, switch <laughs> means you can have nights where you are just a fucking dom. Okay, cool. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, strap play. I'm, I'm mainly dom. Mm-hmm. Um, There's really, I can't imagine you wearing a strap on and being dominated. <laughs> it's if you have a strap on and yeah, you're gonna you're gonna do some pegging. So yeah. Oh my god, my first time ever doing strap on camera. I was so nervous. I forgot to loop. <gasps> You're such a bitch. <laughs> Isn't she going in dry? Did you at least spit on it? <laughs> Did you? <laughs> Me. When? Was there that Never. Yeah, no, I used to after. I promise. No, no, no. Was, was I there a cut point where someone was just like, "Hey, you might want to"? Uh... I decided to cut myself because I was like, I realized I didn't look. He was such a good sport. I'm assuming so. He was such a good sport. <laughs> Like, and I give him so much credit, even to this day. Like, I will give him all the credit. Yeah. No, I, I really, really, really appreciate you. You know who you are. Um, <laughs> Still sitting on a rubber ring at home. <laughs> 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 <Three> years later. <laughs> it was such an God accident. I was just so excited. You just wanted to get it. I was so excited to just get, like... So I named the dildos that I play with. Yeah. You're not the only one. Okay, cool. Yeah, I have Charlie. I have Big Daddy we play with. (laughs) So what was the reaction of your particular subject? I mean... No, and I felt really bad. Like, they were in a different headspace, you know? I would assume so, yeah. I cuddled him after. I was like, yeah. Like, because it wasn't right of me, but I just... I really... Didn't know I was doing. I was just super so excited. So did, did anybody filming you go like, "Hey, maybe we should cut and do a thing"? Or I well, I was going easy. It wasn't like okay. I was like, "Ah, yeah, baby, yeah." <laughs> like no, I I was like, 
Oh, I forgot to look. Maybe this might wet it up a little bit. Maybe. And he didn't. No, he, he got a little bit wet. Yeah. It worked overall, but it just was like, oh my god, why did I just do that? And then once the shoot was over, then they were like, you, you know, you forgot lube, right? And then I see the my play partner, and I'm like, oh my god, I'm so sorry. And they're all in fetal position. I was like, oh god, I fucked up. Oh my goodness. Yeah, but he's willing to work with me again. Okay. So he liked it. Right. Clearly, I didn't do that bad of a job. <laughs> So if Kim Chi wants to offer some sort of word of advice to future models, just lube it up. Lube, yeah. Lube it up, guys. Uh, not the, not your proudest moment, but at least at least they're coming back for more, which is yeah. good. That's really really good. <laughs> I should definitely like now. I have lube in my bag at all times. <laughs> I'm ready. We should all have lube in our bags at all times. <laughs> yeah. You never know if you need to make a quick escape, just like shoot it behind your shoulder. <laughs> Someone's chasing you with a machete. <laughs> oh no, machete. You should have used that today when I tried to shoot you for the 15th time. <laughs> Lube on the floor. Instead of a banana skin. I'm telling you. Alright, I have one, I have a couple more questions for you guys that I think are going to be really fun, but I need to have a break. So I can okay. use the restroom. So let's take a little pause. And then we will. Do you guys need to do a little like a uh, bathroom break or? Anything? No, I'm, okay. I'm actually gonna roll. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back after a quick biological break. Um, <laughs> so, shit, you guys have told such amazing stories. Um, I guess the only I can pat it out that last question by just asking it. Um, anything else that we didn't touch on when it comes to post-production kinks? Oh, things that you found that you like. Mm -hmm. I've definitely <clears throat> enjoy the certain textural things I've learned that I enjoy. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Well, we talked about the shiny suits. Yeah, definitely like the shiny suits, the pantyhose, um, full coverage spandex. And then oil as well. But does everybody like oil wrestling? I would say so, yeah, because I, I mean, got into oil wrestling. It's been a popular thing for, for decades now, so yeah. you can't be the only one. Yeah. Um, what about you, Kim? Anything else we haven't talked about that, that you got into after you started shooting? Or are we, are we pretty much good on that? I think we might be good right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so when it comes to the shoots that you, you've, actually, um, uh, you've actually done... Or actually, in terms of uh, production, um, one of the things that we like to talk about is pet peeves, like the things that you that bug you about the business. Ooh. And I feel like that's something that it's very therapeutic to talk about. <laughs> um, I hate shooting with people who smoke and haven't washed <laughs> off the smell of smoke. They're hand smothering you, and they've just been smoking a cigarette. That happens. Yeah. yeah, or they smoke and their like gas breath. smell of smoke, or their breath smells of smoke. It's fucking horrible. Holy Don't shit. do it, people. It, it, this is models and producers that you've dealt with. I'd say it's more, yeah, more from the producer because normally with the models, you know, if you've got a kiss or something, mm -hmm. everyone's like they'll pop, pop it. Yeah, I was about to say the people that don't shower. We deal with a lot of people that just don't shower. Producers or models? 
producers, models, clients, like, oh, that, yeah. There's an occasional model when you're doing a face sit scene. Oh my god! Alright, no. let's get into that. So, uh, uh, let, me, let me say this, alright? Oh, so, I'm currently great. working for my friend's company who runs, she runs SSP, which is essentially Savage Productions. Yeah. And I'm currently running camera on a lot of her shoots. And she's like, well, let's do face sitting. And I was yeah. like, okay. I've never shot face sitting okay. for SKW because we, we're pretty much PG-13. We're very prudish. And I was like, all right, well, I'll try to do this correctly. I talked to my friend, Carrie Spectrum. And I was like, hey, uh, Kelly Logan. I was like, you guys got to give me some tips on how to do face sitting. And so they were like, uh, okay, so if you want somebody full face sit, you can do this for X amount of time. Or if you want to do more like a hover or like pretend to cover, that's fine too. But just make sure that if the girl hasn't showered, bring baby wipes. Make sure everyone's like comfortable with, with scents and, and aromas and, and yeah. you know. Um, and I was like, okay, well, that makes a lot of sense. I would have done that anyway. So all the stuff that I've shot so far, I feel like I've been pretty careful. Like, so is this some girl-girl faces? It's girl-girl faces, yeah. Yeah, so you've, you've said to the girls, like, mm -hmm. everybody freshen up, blah, blah, blah. Or right before we shoot, I'm like, we're going to walk through it. We're going to pantomime it. But now, wipe, wipe, wipe. Yeah. Make sure, or even before front you Front to get, back, front to back. Yes, exactly. I've just had girls up because they travel so much or they're traveling so far and they already are running late to the shoe mm -hmm. and they just go straight into it. They don't say nothing. <laughs> and then you just deal with it and you're like, oh my God, so I might have just anger. gotten pink eye in my eye. So much anger in that statement. Oh, it's bad. I was shooting, <laughs> with, I was shooting with somebody and it was the last last clip of the day yeah. and you don't you don't think that you have to tell somebody this person experienced model i'm going to shoot the last clip of the day and i will now uh, maybe there is a god and i should thank him <laughs> because she only had to sit on my face at the end for the victory pose for 15 seconds oh i'm sorry my. if anybody listening to this is eating if you are you should stop immediately <laughs> So I'm like doing the, oh, I'm out, I'm on the floor. And she goes to like sit on my face through the victory pose and her pussy and her ass get about a foot away from my nose. And like the smell has already reached me. And that's the thing. Like I tell certain girls when I do face sitting, <laughs> hover. Don't actually sit. Even if she'd hold it 10 foot No, away, that's I'm what I'm saying. If her. it's a foot away and you smell, that's an issue. So she gets a foot away and it's incoming. And I'm like, dear Lord, I'm just going to hold my breath. So I'm like, try and take a deep breath, but without inhaling her aromas. And she sits on my face and I'm just like, just get it over with, get it over with, get it over with. And she gets off and I'm like, yeah, yeah, cool. And I walk away and I can still smell her oh, on my face. Oh, man. Literally, I have that on my face, and I had to like, I just sprayed bleach directly on my face, spritzed it. How many times did I just jump straight into the shower after? Like, uh, I'm just like, oh my please, god. Please, everybody, wash the pussy before. And the dick. And the asshole. Yeah. Just, yeah. All <laughs> oh god. It's all in the session. If a guy ever tries to head scissor me, I get violent. I'm like, I do not want. I get guys that try and head scissors, and I'm like, yeah. I I'm, in my face. So I'm a guy. This is yeah. actually interesting because, like, I I'm a guy who wins a lot. Yeah. And every time we film, um, my wife gets annoyed by it. But I'm like, uh, um, okay, we have a shoot at 4 p.m. Uh, uh, three shoots, all fam fam. Yeah. Uh, but it's 8 p.m. There's a shoot between me and say you yeah. or, or with Kim and. Uh, Jacqueline will be like, alright, we're gonna shoot this thing. I'm gonna run camera on it. And I'm like, she's like, where are you going? I'm, I'm gonna go shower. Yeah. And she's like, what? And I'm like, I'm gonna go shower. And she's like, no, you can't. I'm like, it's five minutes, body shower. 
scrub, 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 yeah. put on a fresh pair of underwear, put on a fresh pair of, uh, of yes. shorts. So if I do trap you with some move, yeah. it's not terrible. Yeah. Yeah, but true. that's considerate, and I'd rather you take out those five minutes than me sniff some sweaty, grimy-ass balls. <laughs> like, happens to me at jiu-jitsu class. Yeah, and that's the thing. Jiu-jitsu is the worst. When I used to train at schools, I have friends that's who do the that. worst. I have friends who go like, yeah, I went in there and, and grappled for four hours today. It was great. I'm like, but you guys don't shower. Like, when you get trapped in someone's fucking triangle, triangle. choke, then guess what? That's It's not about passing out. It's you got a guy's balls in your face who hasn't showered since But this Tuesday. is how ringworm happens. <laughs> like, people are not considerate. Grimy <laughs> ass people that don't want to be considerate. That's true. And then yeah. you gave me pink eye and ringworm. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, let's put that as our number one pet peeve. Yeah. <laughs> Hygiene. Hygiene Jesus is not. Yeah, you see, it's we won't write the Bible for that. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. uh, what about in terms of producers? Like, is there, uh, are there things about producers that you feel like when you go to shoot for somebody else, what, <laughs> what, what do you hope for when you get there? And what do you, what do you wish that wouldn't be a the case? Plan. A plan. A plan and clear time. Oh, a plan. I think you said a plant. No, I said oh, a yeah. fucking plan. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm saying a plan because there's some producers where if you have an elaborate like scene i get it you mm -hmm. know it's gonna take a minute cool i get it we you know have to do things in yeah, sequence yeah, yeah. totally understandable but when i come in there and we're still on the same scene six hours later oh no what and i've shot with few producers that are like that one of them will be named unnamed that's his name yes unnamed because i am the unnamed <laughs> It's some fuckery mm -hmm. when it takes that long <laughs> to do one clip. But then when I tell you the whole ass, I see you shooting six clips. But it's only when, you know, little, little kimchi here gets pissed <laughs> off is when you haul ass. Oh my nah. Goodness. Yeah, just time wasting. Yeah. I'd rather we get everything shot. And, and then, then we let's can fuck chill. around. Yeah. Like. Yeah, clear direction, clear plan, everything ready. Yeah. 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 And I feel like that's the same thing with me. Like I, I've, I've chaperoned my wife and other uh, other models that, that have worked for me. Like, hey, you want to come with me to so and so? Yeah. And just make sure that I'm okay. And I'm like, sure. And I'll go. I'll walk in there, and suddenly I'm like, oh my god! Like this guy doesn't know what he's doing. You know, he's he doesn't have any lights. He has his iPhone. Or back in the day, it wasn't even an iPhone. He just would have like a little like point sixty dollar point and shoot. Yeah. And he's like, "Oh, let me switch it to video mode. How do you do that again?" I'm like, <laughs> "This is your room, dude. I'm not gonna tell you how to switch this Canon uh, to video mode." Yeah. And they would just shoot uh, stuff that just felt like it didn't feel like they were gonna release it. It felt like they were just keeping it for themselves. Which no. I mean, if that's the case, if someone tells you, "Hey, I'm a then collector," that's a session. yeah, that's yeah. a session. And, yeah. So that's an interesting question, though. Like, how do you differentiate it? between, hey, this is a production and this is a glorified this session? This is a film session. Um, uh, is that something that you've encountered a few a times? A lot. Ago? And yeah, I've ended up upcharging in the middle of the shoot. I've, I've done that. So someone will tell you, hey, I'm a producer, so I'm going to pay you production rights. When you show up, you're like, oh, this and is... And if you're licking my face and you're kissing me, and these are all things that we're not, we yeah. never discuss. Oh, my goodness. And I'm bound and I'm gagged and I can't do anything to defend myself. Yeah, no, that's a session, dude. And you just violated all sorts that's of boundaries. Happened? Oh, yeah. Son of a bitch. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, my goodness. I've... 
I, the girls that are coming in now, I'm mm-hmm. trying to prevent them from going through what I went through. Because that should be something that happens at, at places like FetishCon. This should be a seminar. But it's like what it to look should. Out for. Yeah. That would be yeah. a great seminar to have at FetishCon because when it was actually ironic that one of them was at FetCon. Mm-hmm. And he had booked other girls that I knew. We talked about it. I went in there. And the next thing I know, we're having a session. It's not a shoot. And I literally told him, I was like, nah, you're not posting this. Because that sheet you just gave me, that's, that specified limits, you went way beyond. Mm-hmm. And that's not cool. So, I, you, you bump into, you know... Guys with cameras often mm-hmm. on the road. And it's fine if you're a guy with camera. I don't have a problem with guys with camera. I have a problem if you're not respectful and you're there for you. Yeah. You're yeah. not there to care about the girl's well-being. You're not there to care about how, well, you, you know, have to, you have to, it's going to look on camera. You because have you're to articulate back. people's limitations. Yeah. yeah. So we saw somebody um, on our way down on the tour who... He, all he wants to do is take photos of us in different wrestling poses a couple of hours. And he's very, very clear about what he wants and he pays session rate. Lovely man. So nice. And he's worked with very, like a lot of known girls. Hollywood, Goalie, like Annie. Yeah. Yeah. And he's very clear. Yeah. It's for him. And he's very clear. You tell him the rate. No problem. Please, can you wear this? Super respectful. Are you comfortable? Mm-hmm. Lovely. Yeah. Lovely. He was yeah. always every every other shoot before we anything like happening next. He's like, is everybody okay? Is everything cool? And you know what? Anybody that shows that much care and dedication, by all means. Mm-hmm. Like, if you say you're a producer and you're willing to, like I said, give a shit about the models. Like you. You care about your models. Hence why you have such a great name. Hence why you have so much respect in the industry. I really because... don't care about you guys at all. Oh, shut up. It's all about the money. <laughs> shut up. I'm like, all I All that food that, that I ordered for you is just made of plastic. <laughs> no, Best no. plastic I ever tasted. <laughs> no, but I agree. I agree. I, I feel like, I mean, without the models, you got nothing. And, and to me, it's a source of friendship, too. It's not just... It is. You know, I feel like after, we're, after you leave... We're gonna contact each other. We're gonna talk. Be like, hey, you know, how's everything going in your life? It's not just so much as like, oh, you come in and you shoot and leave. There's a connection, uh, and you guys did so great. Um, but at the same time, I feel like this is an extended family. It's like a fetish family, and it's yeah. um, yeah. to not treat somebody who does this for you uh, as a producer as family is is kind of bizarre. To like, you know, like what you were talking about, like to be disrespectful during a shoot, to exceed someone's limitations. Um, because it, they don't look at you as family; they look at you as you're their product. It seems so alien. To you're me. their play weird. toy. Yeah. Like you're not a person. And if I wanted to feel more lonely, I wouldn't have joined this industry. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I knew that there was something missing in my life before mm-hmm. I got into this. And once I got into it, I realized. Wow, like, because before I could be around a million people, but none of them had my same, like, similar interests. So it's hard for for us when we were hanging out with our vanilla friends. Yeah, it's kind of like hard to strike up conversations because you're like, "Hey, what'd you do today?" And I'm like, "Ah, oh, we, uh, oh shit, uh, we petted our cats, we fed them. Our dog is nice. There's a backyard, but they That's, are great animals. There's no good conversation. <laughs> but when you if I hang out with you guys." 
And you're like, hey, what'd you do today? I'm like, oh, we shot this bondage thing that was kind of hot, where like there was a superhero and there was a, a supervillain, and then we went outside and shot like these cool like, martial arts scenes and spandex, and you guys would be like, oh my God, get me into that. So like, it would be this connection that there's no judgment. And uh, it's, it's so bizarre that anybody would take advantage of, of that particular flow of energy, where it's just like, oh, these girls are into this, so I'm sure they'll be okay if I do this awful thing to them. You know? And that's what made it that bad of a situation is like, if that's really what you want to do, even to like a sex worker, like mm -hmm. a prostitute, an escort, a hooker, it doesn't matter. Like, they have boundaries too. Yeah. And you could pay somebody a million dollars, but if you're going to treat them like shit, was that million dollars even What's worth it? What's mad is that he could have booked somebody that that was, it's mad because they could have booked somebody and that would be within their limits. So why not just book somebody yeah. who does that? Yeah. yeah. There might be somebody who's really into humiliation or, or into uh, or the darker more side more of sensual or, or More sensual or, yeah. hey, somebody's going to tie me up and, and do this to my face or do this to my body and that's okay. And they're like, crack on. Yeah. yeah. That, maybe that's part of their, their dark kink is to, to deal with somebody who's not consensual. Mm. And that's where I have a problem with things. We, we, there was a problem. Uh, uh, I mean, I'm... I have no idea if they're going to be okay with me talking about it, but I don't give a fuck. <laughs> but like, there was this thing that happened at FetishCon where there was a producer who was doing that. They're tying women up and then doing things to them that was not part of their uh, consent. Okay. Uh, luckily, the guys at FetishCon got caught wind of it. They found him and he ended up, I think, he ended up getting carted off to jail. Good. I hope. Yeah. Uh, that or at the very least, he got booted from FetCon and yeah. not asked to come back again. Uh, <laughs> and one of my dearest friends was part of those shoots. And she told me about it, and it was it was terrifying. But uh, it's it's so bizarre that that's a thing that happens, you know, that that people would will do that, and it, it kind of leaves a stain on what we do as a community. Yes, it does because it doesn't. You don't know who to trust at that point because especially when somebody that has a good name, mm -hmm. you're like, hey, um, should I even consider working with them? Mm -hmm. You know, After, if they could do this to one model, why? How could they not do it yeah. to another kind of thing? Yeah. Yeah, but... It is what it is. It is. But uh, to switch that, so now the next question is a little... <laughs> it's got a little more sunshine on it. Uh, what are the best experiences you've had uh, doing uh, production? Like, what, what are the, some of the best shoots you've been on? Like, um, the things that you, you, you're like... You shoot and you're like, oh my God, this is right. This is why I do this. Yeah. Like, what are the things that, that make you happy about what you do for a living? Because like, we have a very specific job that no one else has. Like, it's... Yeah. It's... Yeah. My best production, like, thing that I did, I would say, is, like, being able to, like I said, meet everybody that I've met. I've, I haven't had one real bad experience with my production, at least. Mm -hmm. And I would say it's because... I never thought a day in my life I'd find a, a Harry Potter lookalike. I found Mark Zuckerberg lookalike. I have, yeah, the random ass people that have shown up on my love story has been awesome. That's great. Yeah, and to be using, like, you know, Harry Potter to suck on my toes, it's like, yeah, man. Did you guys actually do that? There was a Harry yeah. Potter? It's one of my best clips right now. You can check it out. Wait, what were you dressed as? Oh, I was, me and, um... This chick where Jessa Jordan, 
we were making out and it was her boyfriend and he looks like Harry Potter. Yeah, but yeah. Oh, it was, so it wasn't a Harry Potter themed shoot. Nah, I, I, we were about to draw the Z. I was about there. to say, yeah, that. I was like, <laughs> and you're dressed like as Hermione and shit. And that's the thing, he doesn't live that far from me. So once I get done my Dude, tour, Hermione, no, I need that this. shit. I got this. Oh my god, don't worry. <laughs> I feel like that should have come out of Scorpion's mouth because he's British, but that's fine. You can have that. Oh, don't worry. Yeah, he's <laughs> like I actually know the Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, what? Like, what are some of your favorite really? shoots that you've been on, or your favorite sets you've been on? Favorite okay. producers? You don't have to mention me because I'm here, but like, yeah, I'm sure you've worked with some amazing Obviously, people. Obviously, you're in the top. Oh, stop. Thirty-five. Um, <laughs> I mean, oh, go on. <laughs> um, let me think. Uh, I shot for competitive enterprises in mm. LA and they always have really cool spots to shoot at. We're shooting in this old factory. Oh, sweet. Yeah, that was really nice. So the atmosphere is just spot on. Um, and it is competitive, all competitive wrestling? Or? No, it's staged oh. fighting. So you know how we do like... But they're the called stage. competitive enterprises? Yeah, I'm not sure. Interesting. It's, he's been going for a long time, like 20 odd years. Okay. Yeah, and so he does this male-female, like, stunt-coordinated fight scenes. Really, really good fun. He mm. shoots out of LA and Vegas. You should give him a shout. Um, yeah. Yeah, so they were fun. And then doing the... When I... So when I first started, I was saying, oh, I'm only ever going to do competitive wrestling because mm. that's real and blah, blah, blah. And then I went up to Manchester a couple of times where Pippa Levin has her place. Okay. And they were like, oh, we just need an extra girl for a tag team. Do, do you do pro? Oh, hello, and I was... Pippa, <laughs> come down. Come. Come, come to see me as well. Bring Lisa. Yes, bring Lisa. <laughs> um, and but so, you're saying. Yeah, so they were like, oh, can you just... We, you know, will you be our fourth girl? And I was like, yeah, right. And then I was like, oh, your outfits are pretty cool, actually. Mm. Like the lace-up boots and the one piece. And then so I tried the pro and I was like, this mm. is so much fun. You get to be really silly. It sucks you in. Oh, my God, it was so much fun. Yeah, and those girls, especially, I love going to work in Manchester because the girls there are fucking cool. Like, there's lots of cool girls around, but as a... As a group, mm-hmm. they all get on really well. Pippa is a good woman. and her I've been s- trying so hard to work with her. Oh, my goodness. And her place. You'll have seen the pictures, obviously. Mm-hmm. She's got oh, the yeah. ring. She She's got ring. the matted areas. Mm-hmm. And, her, and then, not only is she incredible organizer, looks after everybody mm-hmm. amazingly, but, oh, my God, when she gets in the ring, she is unbelievable, mm-hmm. super skilled, but the atmosphere she brings is the ultimate heel. Incredible. I'm telling you, if we ever yeah. do an SKW versus Pippa thing, it'd be fucking amazing. Wow. And I'd love yeah. the idea of doing cross promotional stuff. Yeah. We're one of the few companies that do that. Like we've had an SKW yeah. versus the West Coast. I was gonna yeah, say SKW versus FWR. Like yeah. we and, and fans lost their shit. It was like WCW versus uh uh you know uh, WWE. Oh, that's a good one too, mm-hmm. yeah. You could do versus my team, the Strong Girls yeah. Rule. Yeah. That would yes. be amazing. Yeah, but definitely so yeah, I think yeah, going up and having that experience. Because before, if you went, if I went to an event, it was always competitive mm-hmm. against the girls, which is fine, but somebody's got to lose and you've got to hurt that person to beat them. Mm-hmm. Whereas in pro, even as the, the person that's losing, the crowd can still go wild for you. Yeah. So you can't really lose. You just put on a good performance and the crowd are loving it. So, yeah. I'm no, I agree. I agree. Uh, and those are the things that, that make, I think, what we shoot 
really spectacular is that we do it's it's almost like a mystique. It's like you have the heels, which yeah. are the bad guys, you have the jobbers, which are the good girls, and um the fact that we have like these particular stables of of women that are uh <laughs> are part yeah, no, right, good job. Partial <laughs> to those roles is great and like our fans are so giving. They they really do like to to kind of hear the storylines. They're like, oh, who's who's so and so going to wrestle? Yeah, you know, like I mentioned that you might wrestle Sapphire today, and people Ooh. lost their shit on Twitter. They're just like, wait, Scorpion, Sapphire? Oh shit, today? And I'm like, no, she might come back later on. You know, and they were just like, fuck you. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> don't tease us. But yeah, leave him wanting more. Yeah, you should actually, because it just the request seemed kind of like crazy like yesterday we worked with Lomina yeah and then today I got a request to work with Lomina again I'm like I was just with her yesterday we've been posting about this for weeks like the fuck like uh there I mean the taste for the Asian is, is huge yeah but that's that's like I said it's so weird because they didn't request uh, me with another Asian they requested me with Sapphire remember? well if I'd had Sumiko here with you guys then they would definitely want to request uh, you and her but she wasn't available today yeah, no, I've like I said, I've had a lot of people ask me mm. when I'm gonna wrestle her. Sumiko, yeah. Yeah, and Little Mina's like, gotten the same requests. Yeah, oh yeah, and yeah. it's like, but Little Mina doesn't really do wrestling like that. Mm -hmm. Um, but I know that with, like, my the type of producers I love working with is the creative ones, of course, like yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, Tamika's really creative. I love her. Nisa yeah. is wonderful. Nisa's a fucking maniac. Yeah, and when you have girls like that, it's like. Like Dixie Comet was mm. another one I worked with. That's really I really wanted to work one. with her at some point. You yeah. should. She is. Ludella Hahn and somebody else who yeah. I love. Yeah, her stuff is uh, incredible. But I've worked with her once, and then we every time we go to FetishCon or we have gone to FetishCon, she's just like, "Why haven't we worked?" I'm like, "I don't know. We haven't worked together." Now she does mostly her own stuff. It's like, kind of like like Tilly. Yeah. Like, Tilly just works out of her own home base. She doesn't want to travel. Yeah. And so I feel I, at some point I'm gonna have to travel to her and do some sort of. Well, cross I told you to come to DC. I'm telling you. <laughs> is, that she, is that where she's at? Yeah, we. She lives 20 minutes. All from right. Me. So we're gonna have to do, <laughs> literally. I'll call you. We'll do a whole like like week long thing. So we can like okay, I'm gonna work with you. I'm gonna work with Tilly. We'll do all this stuff. Jacqueline will come with me. Yeah, because um, Tilly's got the good eye rolls. Yeah, she does. Oh, does She's she? got yeah. great eye rolls. Did you hear that? Tilly's got the good eye rolls. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, that's right. Ladies and gentlemen, that was your Jacqueline Velvet's appearance in this uh, episode of... Yeah, no. no um, yeah, okay, no. so my next question. My next question is a good one. Um, hard limits. The things that you will do... Okay, so there's two, faith, there's two parts of this question. What is the craziest, most insane thing in your own mind that you have done, uh, that you have actually said yes to? Yeah. And then the, the craziest, most insane thing that you have said no to? Oh. So let's start off with Scorpion. Um, I love this question so much. I would say that one of the weirdest films mm -hmm. I've ever done is a bum wrestle. Ass to ass? I knew you were going to yeah. say that. You knew, didn't you? On my soul. Ass to ass. Yeah, so it's like a butt-to-butt -butt sumo, and you got to try and bum the other person and push them over their line on okay. the other end of the map. Gotcha. Yeah, it's it's just a weird feeling to be like bum-to-bum -bum with somebody. And so I did that film. I did it about four years ago. Me and Kill Pussy, we did it. I thought it had... You named the producer? It was a custom. We oh, it was for it. you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A man Sweet. requested it, and we were like... 
Okay, yeah, we can do this. And then I'd never ever thought about it again until I was in um, Massachusetts um, a few weeks ago and somebody in the session said, can we bum wrestle? <laughs> and so no, I I'm dusted assuming it was off, a male. Yeah, and so I dusted off my bum wrestling skills. Yes. And we bum wrestled. Oh, did you beat him? Sadly, I did not retain my bum wrestling. Oh no, crown. you lost the championship. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, the new the new world champion of bum How wrestling. How big was this guy? He was pretty chunky. <laughs> he was pretty chunky. He was pretty happy to win the bum wrestling. I haven't been beaten in a session oh, for a no. while, so I'm pretty sore about that. All right, well, I'll talk to my wife about doing a rematch, and she can yeah. Honey, bum wrestling? Is that something you want to do? For bum wrestling. <laughs> Let's do it. We have, a, we have yeah. a large backyard. We can just like trace it in chalk. And, yeah. yeah. All right, so that's, that's the craziest thing in your mind that you've done that you actually did. Um, that was a stupid way to phrase that. But like, what, what in terms of uh, a suggestion that a customer has made that you're like, there's no fucking way. Um, I guess for me, the main things, I get asked to do things which are more sexualized mm. a lot. Whether it's nudity or sexual content and a certain amounts of money will get offered, which are a lot, but I just know. So those are pretty yeah. vanilla though, in terms of like, hey, do you want to get naked? Do you want to get topless? That's fine. Yeah. Has anybody offered you a suggestion uh, for a customer that you were like, this is too insane? Like, mm, Well, I have run someone over with my car, so... <laughs> for a shoot? Yeah. But... <laughs> Staged or? Yeah, of course staged. Okay. She drives on the wrong side of the lane, so this is okay. <laughs> it's okay. Things happen. We just let her loose yeah. in Washington and yeah. she just it's ran over like, eight people. I'm trying to think. She, like the crazy or Oh, but you always get some people asking for crazy stuff and you know, like the guy who messages you and goes, can you run over my penis with your car? Yeah. You, you want me to Bruce Jenner your dick? Yeah, but also, like, let's think about this technical aspect unless his dick is a foot long <laughs> how am i going to run that thing over no, you really can't no so you have to take his legs out yeah or maybe we bury him and we just leave the <laughs> dick out so you know i thought about it but then but, yeah. that's that's it's like a little weed coming out of the ground yeah <laughs> run over the weeds that's gonna be you know, logistically. Why is my wife not a part of this podcast? Yeah, that's going to be logistically difficult. Jesus Christ. Okay, so that's the craziest one. Can you run over my dick with your car? Yeah. That's really good. That's, yeah. a, really good, that's a good entry into this series. All right, we're going to switch it over to Kim Chi. Oh, God. All right, craziest thing that you've been asked to do that you actually did? Yes, I know. <laughs> I know you. Actually, I made a list. <laughs> did you did yeah. you pre pre prepare for this? Not for this question, no. But I, I did have a list. Um, oh, this okay, good. here this we go. Great. I have clipped my toenails Number on scene. Right? Yeah, melting in the wedding dress, which you witnessed. Yeah. Oh, I saw a picture. Yeah, yeah. which you know what. It's actually not as bad now that I did it the second time. It's not even that uncommon. I've seen a lot of uh, advertisements for melting videos. And that's the thing. Like, it wasn't that bad once I got into it. It was kind of, like, grueling to do in the process. But then once you see it, especially the second one we did, it was bomb. Mm -hmm. Like, it was really good. Um, I did a forehead biting with Samantha Grace. Yeah, it was me and Samantha Grace. We had to see who would bite the other forehead harder. 
Um, what that, the yeah. fuck? <laughs> it wasn't staged? It was just like, who can bite? No, no, it was staged. Carrie would like pour fake blood on their heads in the process. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I thought that it was, just, was... It was just like, ah. <laughs> like, well, I mean, I was licking her forehead. I was like orgasming over her forehead. Like, Wow. Yeah, we both had Every to be Every time I like, think oh my God, that my gender amazing. has reached the, the fucking ceiling. Nope. No, I'm like, this was amazing. Like, and can you actually get a, like, again, you a can't, if I, Imagine yeah. I trying to. How can you actually bite? <laughs> I guess you could, you could just <laughs> chew. You yeah, can chew you can, a little like, bit. you can, like, scrape your teeth a little you bit. You can't really can you bite, get, though. There's not, like, loose flesh. Yeah, you can bite someone's cheek. That it's like trying Let to. Let me come bite my forehead. Yeah. It's just like biting like a piece of like a like a muffler. Yeah. It's like trying to like bite the bumper of a car. Yeah. You just be scraping some skin cells off. Because no matter how old you get, no one gets a loose forehead. Like, I've seen like people lose like a little bit of flesh here. And imagine this was three and a half years ago, so I was even younger. Maybe oh, Bruce, Bruce Willis? Yeah, but he does I rings. used a lot of Shiseido, had my skin all nice and Asian and, you know, pearly oh, white. Yeah. yeah, no, that shoot me. Well, right. <laughs> so, so that's the craziest thing you've done. This is why my wife should be on this podcast every time. But she's always like, I don't feel like I can be on at 6 p.m. from 9 p.m. <laughs> and then she disappears into her hobbit hole. Uh, um, another one was eating candy between my toes. That sounds nice. Yeah, and the girl I did it with has two tongues. What? Yeah. So it actually felt really good. But it was Rewind. Just really Let's go back to the girl you're working with. Who? Is that Courtney? No, Sunny yeah. Cupcake. Oh, okay. Cupcake Sinclair. Just split tongue? Yeah. Forked tongue? Oh, it was so. Sorry. Awesome. You said two tongues. Yeah, oh, that was two tongues. <laughs> I was like, uh, I was like, whoa. <laughs> it was good. She was just, just eating candy from between your toes? Yeah, but it was just like... Honey, pull I, up a chair. I gotta say, like, pull cupcake... I, a girl named Cupcake made me almost come from eating off my toes. What? <laughs> Wait, from your toes? Yeah. Holy shit. It's the split tongue. Is yeah. she... Is she in the area? Uh, she's, she's in LA. God damn it. Yeah. She's in LA. <laughs> <laughs> Grab a goddamn chair, woman. Uh, uh, no. No! <laughs> she's like, and I'm out. <laughs> she's like, I need to make witty comments, and I'm done. Yeah. My wife. My fucking wife. Uh, okay, so that's the crazy, that's the most insane thing. For um my yeah that yeah okay what about for other companies anything like I said the only one that was crazy for another we did murder you like eight times today (laughs) yeah Yeah. so we were talking about that on the way back here for the Thai food and you I was like I died a lot today yeah you did like because after your guys shoot I went to go die some more oh okay yeah I died like four times Mrs we're here to we live to serve. (laughs) <laughs> I guess everyone likes to see me back. <laughs> but no, with uh, stuff that I would say no to, it was always anything, like she said, yeah. like, you know, penetration, masturbation, except for strap plan, do that. But um, I'm assuming that I'm going to take what somebody else gave me as a comment, which was bodily fluids. Yeah. yeah. Any, like, bodily fluid exchange, mm-hmm. 
And the weirdest one I gotta say, and I like to this day, I'm like, how could this even be a custom request? Yeah. Was he asked me to do this on camera, to poop in jars, multiple jars. Okay. Yeah, and like have them like sealed up and like you know have the camera with me <laughs> while I go put it in the mail for him. Like yeah. Like horcruxes and shit. Like, I actually, I was like, if he didn't ask to see this on camera, I contemplated on picking up my dog shit. That was, that was totally a Harry Potter joke. Oh, I hands. totally went over my head. Break them and then <laughs> he starts to die. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, it was bad. No pun intended. And I was like, I can't sniff. Like, no. Again, from a technical well, standpoint. Well, poop is just a bad thing, yeah. From a technical standpoint, at what point does it go into multiple jars? Like, how are you doing that, technically? Are there, are there milk of magnesia and laxatives and just go? Multiple jar? That, it's, it, yeah. it, it does sound like a chore. Yeah, the multiple jars thing. I'm and how am I supposed to hold it up? Like, you can't get me to stop peeing. Like, I'm a dude. Like, if someone yeah. says, like, hey, stop Shut peeing off. right now, I'll be like, no, I can't do it. Because, like, it just fucking hurts. Like, you just have to, like, let it all at once. But if you have to do it. And, and divvy it up. It's like, wait, wait, give me one second. Yeah. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's their job. Like, we go to a doctor and they're like, hey, can you give me like a, a, a urine sample? Cup. And you have to cut yourself off at a certain point. It fucking sucks. It does. Yeah. I can, yeah, but. But I just would never yeah. open the jar. <laughs> I mean, I would do if it was one jar, but multiple jars, I'm out. So. <laughs> no, but it's yeah. like, to go if it was to the one jar, <laughs> And he was paying you like a million dollars, I'd be like, I will poop in a jar, but multiple He was jars? not trying to pay me more. Like, the, and that's the thing. These are the guys that are like, oh, I'll pay you 20 bucks. What? Yeah. I had another one that was like, I want you to record yourself clipping your toenails for me. And then bring the camera with you to the mailbox and watch me drop the toenail clippings. All right. Yeah. Pay me $800. I'll and it's like, and when you go and you say like a session rate or you go and you say like, you know, three, four, five hundred dollars, whatever. They're like, no, 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 no. I could get somebody to do that for free. Oh, uh, go do well, it. Then go fucking do, do it. it. Yeah, go do it. Oops, sorry. No, it's okay. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. <laughs> that is so, oh. I was just like, no, I can't, I can't, I can't. And these people are just. Some of them, I'm like, do you not realize that it's so absurd to find... You can't walk on the street and ask a girl, hey, will you fight me? Will you suck on my toes? There's no girl in the world that will just be like, yes. The only person that I could feel yeah. that would do that for you is someone who is in need of drugs that you are willing to supply. Yeah. Yes. And also, you can, somebody, you can ask them and they might say yes, but are you going to be safe? Like, as the... So let's, let's say in this imaginary situation, it's a guy and he stops a girl on the street. So you just say to her, and she says yes, because she needs some money. Mm -hmm. Is she going to be able to wrestle you safely? Probably not. Is she going to be able to overpower you? Maybe not. Does she have any technical experience? Are you going to be safe on all these standpoints? Is it going to be a fantasy experience? Maybe not. So yes, and that's you can the problem ask, now. But we're professionals but that's the problem that especially now that i've been on tour as long as i have and i've noticed especially in the states it's like they i've, I've noticed a lot of clients are more willing to pay just Susie q that was on the pole or some chick on craigslist whatever the case may be mm -hmm. because finances dictate that yeah. over their safety for some odd reason but Hence why there's girls like us who take classes 
to get trained on this. We go to jujitsu. We go do the. You know what I'm saying? Like it's things that people don't keep in mind when it's happening because they're just so enamored with the fetish itself, and they don't realize like, okay, I might just get my dick snapped off. <laughs> or I can run it over for them. <laughs> yes. So what about the more taboo um, fetishes? You but you probably haven't been introduced to those, but like someone who does, like I, I've talked to a lot of models who do like age play, um, yeah. which is like, oh, I wear a diaper and I'm eight years old. Like that's one of the things that that a lot of my fans ask me is like, do you do your models? Do ABDO. Or, yeah. Have they been exposed to that? Is that something that you would ever do or you feel like really weird about it? Uh, another one is like race play, uh, which I saw at FetishCon firsthand where I saw, I literally saw a woman dressed as a geisha. Is it geisha or geisha? Geisha. Geisha. And she had uh, a chain and there was a young black man who was dressed as a slave with the chain around his neck. Wow. That's yeah. race play to the extreme. Mm -hmm. And she was dragging him around the, uh, the con and I couldn't even I was trying to take pictures of people at the con I couldn't even get them in the frame I was like get the fuck out of my frame I don't want to get this in because it, it just didn't vibe with me no but if someone asked you hey uh, in, a, in a private session can you do this can you do age play for me or can you do race play for me can you call me these words that, that are now these terrifying words to say like, would you do that or would you just be like <clears throat> or would it depend on the setting would it be more like oh if it's just between you and me or because like I've I've been present uh, during some of these uh, shoots where girls will be like, "Look, I'm doing this for a guy. He's Jewish. He wants me to call him this, 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 and that." But it's just between me and him. He's, no one's ever going to see this. Or there's a young uh, African American male who wants me to call him these awful words. But that's just this is what gets him off. This is his fetish. So where do you draw the line between this is his fetish? This is what gets him off versus this is, these are things that I don't want to do or say. There's no money that could change that for mm -hmm. me. I've, I've even if it's private, no one's going to record it. No, I I actually got asked um, probably within the last month or two because mm -hmm. I did put, like I I was in the military at one point um, and the guy was like don't need to record it but I want to hear I I had another girl approach me on it and she was like hey it's it's just made up war stories can. Can you tell them about how you kill people? Wait, 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 wait. Okay, wait. Yeah, and I was just like, it's not race play, but it, it was just, I, I can't. It's god-awful. It's like, why would you think about doing that to somebody? Why you? Why me? Yeah. I definitely didn't, and I wouldn't. Like, no, that's but why, would, why did they approach you with this particular Because there's not many military chicks in the oh. fetish industry. Okay. Um, or former. Like, there's a lot of, I've, I've come across more military dudes then I have military chips can in I, general. You don't have to answer this, but can I ask you what they asked you to do that you said no to or no? It was just like, tell them war stories about how you kill people in Iraq. And I'm like, no. Oh, wow. Because first off, I didn't kill anybody. Mm -hmm. But I wouldn't like, why would you do that? Yeah. That's just, you, that's where you were talking about cross that's lines. A, that's a little more, that's a little more open than just like, hey, I'm black or I'm Jewish or I'm Asian. Call me this, this and that. That's more, that's more personal. But you telling stories about just killing people in Iraq? That's to me, that's sociopathic. At that yeah, point. That's, I, that's mad. They're trying to get off on somebody else's pain, pain yeah. and death. Like it's, it's like he wanted to know how. Mm -hmm. And... It's just like, no, you, you can't. 
I mean, I get it if it's more personal. Like, I've, I've, got, I've gotten requests where someone's, I've, I've had people who were, like, uh, homosexual. Like, hey, I'm, I'm a gay man, but I, I would love one of your women to call me this word. Call me that word. Because yeah. it turns me on because it makes me feel humiliated. Yeah, yeah I, but that's not humiliation. That's PT. You're enacting a, a traumatic situation into somebody's brain, mm -hmm. even if you're humiliating them. And I believe that 100% holy for race play also. Yeah. I have yet to do race play as much as I'm like, I, a lot of people know this about me. I won't really date Asians. Like I'm mm -hmm. not attracted to them, but just cause I'm not attracted to them doesn't mean I'm going to be like, so where's your tag that says made in China? <laughs> oh, um, what's it called? My like yesterday where it's like small penis humiliation oh, and you right, kind of right. compare and contrast. I, you, I can't take that type of stuff seriously because it's not, yeah, it's not right. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, okay, some people are cool with it. That's that's their thing. That's what gets them off. Yeah. But it's like, I can't be that person yeah. to get you off. Yeah. So you might need to find somebody else that'll yeah. do that. Like you'll look at somebody and be like, I understand that this is your kink, but I'm not gonna feed him. Yes, mm -hmm. and that's the that's the thing that just bothered me. Yeah, because this humiliation is in its many forms, is a huge part of sexuality and of BDSM. Mm -hmm. So it might, we were talking about this the other day, we were saying, what if it's to do with somebody's body shape? Yeah. What if it's to do with somebody's penis, penis size? size? What yep. if it's to do with the color of their skin, etc., cetera, etc.? Cetera. And so there's this big wide network of things that people find humiliating. And I might think that the, this little 3% here, these are things that I'm cool with. Even financial so, humiliation. Yes, there's lots of different things. There's, I've um, seen that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so yeah, when we just pick, we can just choose, okay. I can't I'm do cool financial. With, no. I can't, that's, yeah. You're cool with which ones? Like, because I'll probably be cool with them too. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Is your name Fievel? Are you a mouse? Yeah. Like, actually, that's kind of cute. Uh, I'm from America and there are no cats here. <laughs> and the streets are filled with cheese. Oh. <laughs> I think your cats would say you're lying. So set your mind, Eddie. <laughs> no, but like, yeah, so... So there's a big scope of humiliation. I'm just really interested in where people draw the line because like we, you know, when you do we deal with porn actresses, yeah. those girls will be like, hey man, I will fuck, I will get fucked every, you know, way from Sunday, but I won't eat ass. And so everyone has like that one little yes. line that you can't cross, you know, and for, for a lot of fetish models, I feel like it's very interesting to hear that. It's like, I won't do this, but I'll do that. And in this case, it's what kind of humiliation are you okay indulging in? Or at least indulging your your you know your client in. In your case, you're like I'm not going to do much of it. But what about you, Scorpion? Like, is there it's something humiliation? Like, though, yeah. Um, like if someone says like, Hey, I'm overweight. Call me a fatty. Yeah, I I really struggle with that side of things. Mm -hmm. And if somebody wants to book a session with me that involves some humiliation, I always ask them, Are there some specific words that really do it for you? Yes. Because I don't want to be guessing. Because there's some yeah. words... Which, you don't want to be cherry-picking. Yeah, yeah. Like, especially if it's maybe to do with their body shape. Like, I feel very, very strongly about trying to make people feel as good as possible. Yes. Yeah. Well, you're um, a human being. Yeah, day to day. A good and so, human being, sorry. Well, I try. <laughs> um, so I'm very, very... Ask them specifically, are there words that you enjoy slash don't enjoy to mm -hmm. do with humiliation and just stick with those because 
I want people to feel good. Yeah, like yeah. I can't deter from what they because in essence it's like, like you said, it's when it comes to body shape, when it comes to race, when yeah. it comes to like certain things. I did do a body shape one custom only. Mm -hmm. I did it once, and he loved it so much, but I felt so god awful. Yeah, that. The girl I shot it with, I told you, I was like, I gave it to her. I was yeah. like, you can release it on your store. Oh, I would I'm never, never going to release it I would it never on my advise store. anybody to release that. Because kind of it's not something that I really believe in. I like how, how Scorpion is. I love making people happy. And so that begs the question, though. This is something that we've delved into before, but I feel like we can, we can get into it with you guys because you've done, you've been presented with the opportunities to do it. But, okay, so let's switch it up. If you were dating somebody, mm -hmm. and uh, you're dating somebody who you are very much into, and they go like, hey, um, I'm African American, but I really want you to call me this horrifying word, because it turns me on and gets me off. That's what gets me there. Would you do it, or would you break off the relationship? Hmm. I'd let him fuck another girl that will do it. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good answer. That's a fucking good answer. <laughs> Just wear protection. Guess Be what? Smart. Guess what? We're Polly now. <laughs> <laughs> We're Polly Amherst. Go to that bitch. <laughs> but what if she was? We came to you. Was like this really gets me off, and I want to experience this with you. Is that? And it'll be just be between us, behind closed doors. No one's gonna ever see it or hear it. Would you do it, or would you still tell them to go somewhere else? It's just. It's interesting to me because like. No one picks their fetishes. No one picks their kinks. It's something that just happens when you're young. No one has control over that. That's why we have serial killers and we have murderers and we have fetishes. We have kinks. We have people who are into things that they can't really control where it came from. Yeah. I can't... I don't believe in that, though. I don't believe that you cannot control what you're into. I believe that oh, once it's because, there, it's there. No, 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 no. Well, maybe I'm wording it wrong. Okay, yeah. Yeah, because... I feel like if you have to go and kill somebody to, to oh, get no, no. kink I'm not you trying to. Okay, let me take that back. I'm not trying to love no, but I'm saying that there are things that, that lead people in one direction and lead people in another direction. Yeah. There's, there's black areas, white areas, gray areas. Black area to me would be you're killing people because yeah. you, you know, whereas the gray area is more like, oh, I'm watching necro porn. You know, this gets me off, but I'm not going to go fucking do this to somebody. And then there's a more white area where it's like, I enjoy vanilla sex. I'll be on top of you. You will be beneath me, you know. Uh, and we will gently thrust on a Saturday morning, you know. And, and I get that. But, like, yeah, there's, there's, di there's different kinks. And when you meet someone that you connect with and they suddenly, and you're like, come on, tell me what you're into. Tell me what you're into. That's the hardest part of a relationship, really, I think, is to go like, tell me what you're into. Tell me what you're really into. And, of course, you're like, he's asking me this or she's asking me this. You know that but the I'm moment that I podcast. fucking say what I'm into. They're going to go, oh, oh, I thought you were just going to say do it with the lights on. Yes. <laughs> and you're like, um, here's a jar of pudding. Here's a knife. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to dress as an apple picker. And you caught me stealing apples in your barn. <laughs> And then you're going to slowly slice my throat. And <laughs> you're like, what the fuck? But yeah, once again, like disclosure moment. Yeah. But yeah. that's the thing, like with we, how we do things, right? How you had me shot and killed and, mm -hmm. you know, maimed like a bunch of times today. But it's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> runs out of a window. <laughs> Double machine. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing, like to me, 
That's like playing when you're a kid. Yeah. Cops and robbers. Yeah, but then... Cowboys and Indians. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. When you're... That's what I guess I meant to say about controlling your fetish. Mm -hmm. That you can go out, spend your hard-earned money on what you like, yes. Yeah. Or you could go out and kill people and go to that extremes. And you don't need that. So that's why I'm like, if you are at that point where it's not controllable, then you should go see somebody. If I'm dating... Oh, no, no. If I'm dating, no, you know... Sorry, when I said murderers, I, I brought that in as like an extreme case. Yeah. What I was talking about is more like a, a personal a relationship where someone tells you, hey, I have this really dark kink and I want you to feed into it and you're going to say these awful things. But Well, that's what I was saying is if I'm dating Scorpion yeah. and I'm calling her a wanker because that's what gets her off. Okay. <laughs> you lie me wanker. <laughs> but that's what gets you off. Yeah. So if that's really the case... What does lime mean, by the way? I, I'm sorry, I like limes. <laughs> it's because I think that's what they um, used to put on the boats to stop people getting scurvy. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So I'm Hispanic. We put lime on everything. Yeah. <laughs> we are made for each other. But no, but so, uh, so, but you but, know what? That actually brings up a good point that every person that has the deep, dark kinks have, has a right to tell their significant other about yeah. it. But that person who you're telling them, like the thing, that, the person that you're telling those those dark kinks to, has the right to go. I won't do this. Yeah. But if you want to do it with somebody else, go do it. Like, yeah. That's what you just said. It's like, hey, if some some other girl wants to call you these names, that's fine. But that's what I'm, I was trying to get to was with Scorpion. Like, do I really think that way? Hell no. Mm. But. Is that something that if I know that that's what gets her off, we can talk about it. We that's can compromise. Yeah. So it's like, you know. it's, it's the difference between do you really want to be the thing for your lover that makes them the happiest while sacrificing your own personal kind of like approach to the relationship? Like, I would never say this word or that word, but if the person that I'm deeply in love with says, hey, if you call me this and that, it turns me on and makes me come really hard then you're now at a crossroads. Like, mm. what do I do? I do I tell her to go fuck off and do it with somebody else? Or do I just go like, all right, between you and me, we'll do this? Cause I'm I know sure somebody else will call you a wanker. I'm sure they will. It's a, a long line of people assembling right now. So that's my question. We've gotten yeah. so complex. I love this, but like, is that something that you would do? Or would you just be like, nope, can't do it? Okay, so let's put it I would, I would definitely do it, and I think behind closed doors, no one's recording. Yeah, I'm cool with it because I think the one that the guys get the most from the other way is a lot of women have rape fantasies. Yes, it's really, really common. And I spoke to my male friends. That's and a really good counterpoint. Yeah, and my male friends are like, "Listen, my girl has said that she wants this. I'm not comfortable about it." Does this mean that something terrible happened to her when she was younger? Maybe we've spoken about this. No, nothing happened. But am I feeding into some like really dark emotions there? But it's really common for women to want that. Well, that's that. not going to go away. Yeah, it's yeah. really common and a very healthy thing. And so from a male perspective, who they, you can't judge that sexual fantasy well there's lots of guys that have a rape fantasy as well like guys want us to peg them and they want to be raped by a woman 
and so oh, yeah i am not a person of color. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah exactly and so at the end of the day i'm not a person of color and so i don't know what it's like to have um remarks made about your skin color and how that would make me feel and maybe for somebody that that is a very uh, cathartic thing for them yeah so if you say you want to do that and we communicate about it and we think this is going to be a healthy thing within our relationship adult to adult yeah i'm down i just i don't know how that makes somebody feel good though like when i got asked like oh where's your tag that says made in china i'd be like but you know what what she just said uh makes a lot of sense there are women out there and men too yeah who have rape fantasies Rape is the worst thing in the fucking world besides murder to yeah. me. I mean, I think they're neck and neck. Yeah. Because I think it's just a living One's death. just alive, yeah. yeah. Ultimate but violation. But if there's yeah. a woman that says, hey, I really want to play out this fantasy, and there's a man who's like, I have no interest in raping people, but I love you, and if you want me to creep into our house and break a window and put on a fucking, you know, pantyhose yeah. thing over my face, and I will I will totally pretend to rape you, and, th- and this is a thing that, that gets you off. Um because I love you, even though it's not a part of my psychology, yeah. uh, then I feel like that is the ultimate expression of like, I want you mm. to be happy. And, but, and so that, it's so interesting because like rape versus calling somebody the N-word. Yeah, I was like, that, that was almost the same extremity as me being like comparing it to murder. Yeah, because right? with a couple, it's like, if I had to get my significant other to put on a mask, just so I could get off. Or then you get what I'm saying. No, no, no. But we're going to yeah. use a rape fantasy. Or to do right? a rape fantasy. Yeah. We're going to use that because it is common. You're right. Yeah. But it's like, I I didn't really love that person then. Because why did he have to do that? Because that's not what he's into. He's doing because solely I'm into it. So what do I have to do to get him off too? You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's a give and take. You can't just expect him to do that to you and then you like be like, okay, well, why didn't you get off? But I feel like there's an emotional connection that, that exists separately from the physical connection. So like if you really love somebody, like you want to make them happy. And like I I've, I've, I have a lot of friends who are like, hey, I'm not really into this kink, but you know what? I do it because she likes it or he likes it. And like I'm not into pegging. Uh, guys, but I will put on a strap on because he likes to get pegged. Um, and during those party nights, I'll do it to this guy because I love this dude. And we connect on eighty million in any and sorry in eighty million different ways. But sexually, I have to adapt. And so it's bizarre because you can't just like zero into the sexual and go like, well, if we're not compatible in this way 100%, then I guess we're not just going to be together. That could be why I'm still single. No, no, no. <laughs> And that's totally fine. Get the ski mask Yeah. But like, you know, like, I mean, my, you know, my wife and I, that we have friends that like, you know, deal with each other where it's like, not everybody is connected in every single point. Um, just because you enjoy every single you know, dinner together or wine together or like hanging out together. Well, when you go to bed, there there's going to be some disconnect there or vice versa. You know, people that you really get into physically, maybe you don't enjoy the same movies. Maybe you don't enjoy the same kind of food. You know, so what do you do? Where, where do you draw the line where you're like, well, this person is not for me? Is it because they don't enjoy the same film, the same uh, wine, the same food or the same kind of sex, the same kind of kink? Like, where do you go like, all right, I'm going to push this person away. So Would you really want to be with somebody that you're not connecting on one of the three levels? No, I mean, I, I, I feel like way. I feel like adaptation is key. I feel like if someone goes like, "Hey, do you like uh, you know Vietnamese food?" Not really. Would well, you want to try it? 
okay, I'll give it a try, you know, and see if you can adapt to it and be like, oh, maybe this isn't as bad as I thought it was. Or sexually, you know, it's the same thing. It's like, you know, I, I didn't think that I would enjoy this particular thing, but now that you're leading my hand into it, maybe it's going to be more fun because I know that you're into it. So it's weird. It's like, if you're dealing with just a customer, that's different. If it's just somebody who's like, hey, are you into do this? Do you do this, this, and this? No, I don't. No, I, I don't. Fine. Somebody else might yeah. do it. But but I'm going to film you and, and you're going to pretend to like it. That's one thing. But if someone's just going, if, if someone that you are in love with and you're just like, hey, I really would appreciate it if you can role play this with me. Maybe you don't want to role play. Maybe you're not a big fan of BDSM, but if you feel so much love for this person that you can play act this with them or role play this with them and they're, you see the joy in their face. It's kind of like, oh, okay, you know what? I get happy when you're happy, you know? So it's... Yeah. You've got to remember this, okay, for another example, because we're quite... Um, used to people that are into BDSM. So maybe you get a new partner and in your private life, you like to switch. But in private life, they just want to be submissive or they just want to be dominant. But you're like, well, I don't want to just play that half all the time. So for them, that might be a huge mm -hmm. step if they're always dominant for them to be like, okay, you're like, I would really like to be in charge of this tonight. And they're like, Oh, this is a big, like for some people, that is a huge step because culturally, yeah. societally, this is not acceptable. I am a man and therefore <laughs> I am in the dominant position. No, no, So no. just to, for them to take that step would be like a huge, huge thing. So, you know, that's on like a smaller scale before we hit like rape and let's <laughs> play. the small scale. Yeah, yeah, but for some people that is a huge step just in itself. Yeah. So it's like, and, and it, that's it, the, we're, we're talking about really massively amplified examples, but that in itself for like somebody that's come from a, a vanilla-ish background for you to say. And there's so much trust that goes so into the idea of, let's say you and I were dating. And I came to you with my secret dark fetish. Yeah. I'm just like, I want you to pretend to break into my house and pretend to choke me out. And then I wake up and you're suddenly raping me as a, as a female yeah. to a male. Your wish is my command. So that yes. idea appeals to you. But if I was like to reverse it, then maybe you'd be like, okay, not so much. Well, you saw my response for that. Mm -hmm. And it was like, I don't know if that, that has to be more individualized. Mm -hmm. You can't put that into like and I guess if you're talking about me or Scorpion specifically well I'm just speaking about then, behind closed doors I'm yeah. not talking about doing okay. it publicly yeah. yeah so that's to give another example he's just said we'll give the example okay I want you to break into my house and I want you as a female to rape Santi as the male mm. you're like hell I'm down you ask <laughs> 10 girls on the street, you ask 10 girls on the street who have boyfriends. You know what you should do? Like, when it was yeah. like, uh... Yeah. <laughs> so you stop 10 girls on the street, they all have boyfriends, and you say, right, tonight we've got an idea, you're going to, uh, your boyfriend's just requested yeah. that you break into the house and you fuck him with the strap on. They're going to be like, uh, no. So... But if it's just between two people who are consenting adults... And you're like, look, this is my fantasy. Let's role play this. It could be the same as like, hey, put on a wrestling suit. I'll put on a wrestling or suit. Let's wrestle. Some pony play, or yeah. you know, everyone. Yeah, everyone's got a thing that they're like. Oh, oh I had I had silly. one girl email me frantically. She was like, 
are you putting women in sleeper holds and pretending that you're knocking them out? Because that's that's male versus female uh, overpower. Uh, or what, how, I forgot how she, she phrased it. It was just like non-consensual uh, combat shit. Yeah. It's like, I put you in a sleeper hold and knock you out. Oh, well, she didn't consent to that. And that was just wrestling. So everybody has those lines that they build where it's like, yeah. you did know, you yeah. respond back with, no, I wrote back, the model no, no, I literally, I wrote back and I was just like, this is just role play. These girls yeah. get paid to act, you know? And she was like, okay, well just, it, it shook me. Yeah. And I'm just like, that's okay. These girls were my friends. Yeah. Like, and I sent her pictures of us hanging out at parties. I'm like, these are literally my social friends. And she's like, okay, I'm sorry. I just, uh, it triggered something in me. Yeah. And I was like, okay. And so I just, you know, sent her more photos of us just being friendly. And she was like, okay, uh, sorry. And she backed away. But that's kind of how it goes. Like, and I'm not talking about, like, once again, we're, we were, well, let's back the camera away. I'm not yeah, talking about, we're, just, that, yeah. we're not yeah. talking about things that are done in, in, in public. We're talking about things that are done in private. So yeah. like when you're talking about something that you're into on a, an emotional level, because God knows we get like people connect on so many different ways if you go have a drink with somebody and you connect on an, an emotional or intellectual level you can't expect to 100% that you're going to connect sexually but if you do then you build on that so if someone comes up to you and says like hey we that was that was that sex was amazing last night but now I want to add this to it and you add that to it and what do you want to do and you're like well I want to add this to it and so how far does that go until you go like well I can't do this so if someone like once again if you and I were dating or or Scorpio and I were dating and I was just like hey I kind of have this fantasy where I dominate you in this particular way that's very taboo what do you where, where would you draw the line but I do like your answer where you're like all right if I don't like it then get somebody else <laughs> yeah. that's kind of that's a good answer. That's, that's my answer. number one answer. That's a good yeah. answer. My second answer, if let's say he couldn't find somebody to fill that void for him. Because what if someone came to you and said like, this is what makes me the most, like, this gives me bliss. And, and that's what it's, you have, that's a struggle with yourself at that point because it's a moral question. Mm -hmm. How willing are you to do that behind closed doors, knowing mm -hmm. the fact that you're gonna do this and whether you're gonna be with that person for the rest of your life or not, but you just did that action, mm -hmm. you know? And that's why it's like, if but I didn't could, do it to somebody who was non-consensual. No, 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 you're doing yeah. it to somebody consensual. However, you're doing something that's against your morals and your virtues. At that point, it's like... You have to draw a line between your own morals and how much you're into this person being happy. Yes, and it's a, it's a question in itself in that point, and that's why I'm gonna go back to my first answer. I hope to God I can find the girl that they that will satisfy them sexually in that manner, and then I'll just get you close to it. Mm -hmm. I'll get you close, and once you say you're about to come, I'll go get that girl. <laughs> <laughs> you have like a, a stunt double? Bring in the clone. Fembots? <laughs> Hello, I am Kimchi. Hello, I'm the race play. <laughs> Initiating race play. <laughs> race play sequence initiated. Kimchi taking dump in other bathroom. In Ordering several, McDonald's at two in jobs. the morning. Yeah. God damn it. Yeah. Well, what would your answer be for that? Because mine, I feel like, is so, like... No, no, you're doing great. 
You're, Send it off. <laughs> I love the fact that you fucking stood your ground and you're like, you know what? Yeah. Fuck that shit. Yeah. Like, we can agree to disagree kind of thing, you know? Yeah. And some people are Girl, down I don't care. people happy. Whatever makes you happy makes you happy. I, I, yeah. To me, it's like whatever makes you happy is what I'm going to back up. And in your case, you're going to be like, hey, I'm not going to do this. I'm gonna be like, well, then I, I'm going to back up your right to not do that. But that's the thing. Like, I grew up not standing my ground for so long that now that I have the strength and the confidence to stand my ground, mm -hmm. why would I not, you know? And it, that goes with, without saying whoever I end up with in the long term. Yeah. I feel you like know? Scorpion, I think we're on the same boat, but at the same time, I think you have your limits too. We were like, I want to do this, I want to do that. Yeah, there's certain things that, um, like with the the age play, like mm -hmm. the adult baby and thing, that's just not to my taste yes. at all. And so I think I would genuinely struggle to indulge a partner that's with a that. That's a huge taboo. Yeah. yeah. And to be honest, it's not, it's not even the taboo nature, it's just not to my taste. Yeah. Um, oh, I'm, I'm talking about to the known world. Like, I, I yeah, just had yeah, yeah, my friend yeah. Sparrow who yeah. has, she says she's done a little bit of age play. Yeah. But the way she described it seemed almost wholesome. Yeah. She was just like, oh, we're doing this, this and that. I'm like, okay, I get it. Yeah. But like, it's not something that I would do. But I think that's where it comes in. It's like the no judgment zone. Yeah, it's a very you know, it's like, nurturing experience for people. Mm -hmm. I know who never I'm, got to connect with their own Yeah, exactly. Childhood. Yeah. Um, I know uh, a couple of friends of mine, they do a lot of lift and carry. Mm -hmm. And that is... Quite often, yes, the cradle the is cradle. quite often almost like a mummy situation. So that in itself is yes. age play. Yes. I'm not comfortable with that. Mm -hmm. I don't know why. I'm just not. Um, so that is something that wouldn't be to my personal taste. Um, now, so that also, begs the question, the same one that I asked her. So yeah. someone that you were deeply into walked up to you and said, yeah. hey, I want you to carry me around and, and treat me like a baby. What would you say? No. Like, you need to go get somebody else to do this for you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. But yeah, no there like, you go. judgment for my part, but it's just not my just not my thing. And that's why I was going to say yeah. I, there's no judgment on my yeah. part in that mm -hmm. sense. Like if that's what you're into, that's what you're into. You're entitled to whatever kink you have. Yes. Yeah. My situation is am I willing to cater to that whether it's in front of people or behind closed doors? Yeah. You know, and I think that's the biggest fear, though. I, I feel like that's the thing that we're discussing is not so much. Uh, it is a, it has a lot to do with what you guys won't do versus the fear of presenting someone's deepest, darkest fetish to somebody and the, the fear of having them turn to you and go, no, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Because just getting up the courage yeah. to go. Yeah. So I'd really like to be a dressage pony for a day. And then someone go. <laughs> <laughs> Right? Yeah, imagine. So that's the that's the like, thing. You just be you'd be like, well, it's taken me forty three years to tell one person this. They laughed in my face. I'm just gonna go back in my shell. Like this is not fucking cool. And I is feel it? like a lot of men. I mean, some women as well, but like mostly men, live in that particular. I'm very lucky because I I have a wife where I could just go be like, hey, this I'm into this, and she's like, okay, I am too. I got very lucky. But I know a lot of our fans and a lot of our listeners were just like, that's just not how it works. Not everyone has that beautiful husband, that beautiful wife who will be like, I'm into the same things that you're into. Or it's as accepting as most people would be. Yeah. The most successful producers I have met throughout my travel were actually couples. Mm -hmm. Because they communicate. Yeah. And they communicate better than vanilla couples. And that's... I'm saying this as somebody that 
on the vanilla side, I used to, like I my degree was in social work, mm -hmm. so I was really really big into trying to figure out people's brains in that sense. Yeah, and just putting them in certain groups like that was the the thing, and it's like, but why is it that the fetish couples work so much better mm -hmm. than? When I was a paralegal, we dealt with a lot of divorces, mm -hmm. you know, and things splitting. And it's like, it's mostly vanilla couples and it's because of the communication. Yeah. It's lacking and it's not there. And it's when you see the fact that it comes out in your guys' work, you know what I'm saying? How you ask, oh, how we felt about SKW and Velvet's Fantasies. They, to me, they complement each other well. They don't have to be the same niche, but y'all complement each other. Mm -hmm. It was the same thing when I met Dixie and her husband. Same thing with Nisa and her man. Yeah. Like, you bump and see who these people are. Vivi and Damien. You know, they all have great chemistry. And it's because you all have vision, you all communicate, and you all are willing to go far and beyond past that. Versus where if somebody goes and tells her about ABDL and somebody tells me about <laughs> race it's like, you want to make these clips with us? It's like, hell no. <laughs> like... It's just not gonna happen, you know. You're like you said, you're lucky to have that yeah. with somebody. Yeah. That's not common. And so. it's 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 it is a sad fact of life that if you have a lot of these fetishes, and I don't want to discourage anybody who listens to this podcast, but but yeah, it's. I feel like if you are gonna hook up with somebody, just tell them. Just be like right off the bat, like, hey, you know what? I'm into this. I'm into that. If that's gonna freak you out, then you can leave, and I'm okay with that. But, um, but there's a lot of open-minded women out there. There's women out there who would just be like, really, you're into getting tied up? Or, and you, you want me to wear this thing that has a dick attachment? And okay, I'll do that, you know? So there's different grades of people out there. And I think there's more of a potential to connect to somebody else. Just, just be honest. Just, just don't, don't hide that shit until you ha you've had your third kid. <laughs> yeah. And you're sort of like, oh, well, I like to be, uh, I want to dress as a unicorn. And, <laughs> you know, it's like, just tell them right off the bat, you know, yeah. that you're into this stuff. Yeah, I think as well, like you said, oh, you and Jacqueline are really lucky, but I don't think it's anything to do with luck at no. all. It's more because you have created something. And also, we were talking to somebody else about this as well. What other couples have we shot with on this trip? Um... Who else was it? Well, you just mentioned Dixie, but were you shooting? No, she wasn't in Pittsburgh with me. Um, yeah, we were just talking. Or Vivi? You know Vivi this trip? We didn't go together. She went two weeks after I did. Okay. Yeah. We were yeah. Anyway, whoever it was. Um, Couples are saying, really hard to come by on this in this uh, particular community. Yeah. Um, so it's not really luck. It's that you have both you've got together and from either side you've not just viewed the other person as a fulfiller of the fetishes yeah. i think sometimes where the guys go wrong is that they are like i really want a dominant woman that will fuck me in the ass every tuesday and thursday after university challenge tea days um, <laughs> um, but they're not what are you contributing mm. to the relationship? Yeah. Or maybe this person wants to be seen as a human before they are seen as the dominant female. Mm -hmm. So you have created a really spectacular relationship because 
it's not luck, it's communication, yeah. it's perseverance, it's going through the tricky times where you're like, okay, yeah, I, we want to talk about this thing, where most people will avoid that difficult conversation mm. because it's just easier to avoid the difficult conversation. So, writing off what you just said, yeah. clients, 100%, like, yeah. well, not 100, okay, so 7 out of 10 of them will probably never tell their wives what they're doing. Oh, yeah. And, because I've had actually... <laughs> A wife called me before. A wife? Yeah. But, like, and it sucks because it's like when I know that the client didn't tell their wife what they were really doing, which was me just beating their ass. Yeah. It's like, how can I do something like that? You know, I'm not, I'm not here to blow up nobody's spot. Like, and with that kind of truck, you can't get, like... I, I'm lucky enough in my area where there's a couple I, I work with pretty frequently. Um, Lyric Lane is the cat fighter in the, that area, and she's really bomb. Her and her husband, they're, they're kicked together. Like, it's, it's, it, melt, it melts so well together because... That's the he best. Yeah, because he knows what she does, and he's very, like, you know, on the vanilla side. He's, he works a typical 9-to-5 job, everything, whatever, but... And so does she, but guess what? They talk mm -hmm. and they yeah. actually like, hey, I'm about to go fight nine couples. And he's like, let's do it. Mm -hmm. You know, and that's great. You don't. That's how I met them. And it's like, that's not common. It's really, really. Nice. Honesty is, is actually uh, rare uh, in the world of fetish. Because, well, when it comes to people who are couples, he's like, there'll be a guy who was married to uh, a model. And she'll do tons of shit. He doesn't want to hear anything about it. He just, just you, you do your thing. Come back home, and we'll do it. That's that actually blows my mind. No, and I get. I, I mean, I, I see that a lot, and I, I guess from his perspective, I kind of get it. Where it's like, I don't understand it, so I don't want to. I don't want it to affect me, but at the same time, that's not healthy. And it isn't. Uh, and or people who have like mad jealousies for things that don't make any sense. Like I've, I've dealt with that. Like I've had models who will come to me and give me these limits, and I'm like, well, well, what, what do you not want me to do? Well, you can't uh, touch me here. You can't touch me on my shoulder because that's where my husband wants me to touch them. And I'm like, yeah. really? Because we're about to do a wrestling video, and I think I might graze your shoulder. You know? And uh, and so it's <coughs> right. How dare you? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, did I just graze your shoulder? I'm sorry, I wipe it off. Did I just graze it again? No, but yeah, it's it's crazy. And uh, everyone has their limitations, but like, to me, it's like, if your husband's not, or your wife is not 100% into this, it, it makes it very difficult. So you're telling me that you know people who have a significant other that's doing what they're doing. Their significant other knows, but their significant other doesn't want to know. I don't, I feel like they're not 100% happy about it. I feel like they look down on it. No, not cool. That's how it goes. But I mean, I, I understand that that's just how the dynamic works sometimes. The worst I find, if, look, if somebody wants to not be cool about it, that's their issue in the relationship. But if they're not cool about it, but they're enjoying the money, go fuck yourself. Mm -hmm. Like that for me is, is the worst <laughs> kind of con scum there is. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you can't yeah. get lower than that. Because if you can go and spend the model's money, yes. but you can't get off your ass and go to work or be okay with the fact that she's sucking Support dick right her. now yeah. to do... Yeah, Not even like, sucking dick. No, but just supporting that girl. Like, I'm talking about... Because let, let's be real. Like, I want to say six out of ten of the girls that I've met in the industry 
have done like you know hardcore yeah. or even softcore. And there's nothing wrong with it. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with it. However, if your partner can't support that, but your partner knows about that, total 100% I'm a scorpion mm -hmm. on this one. Nah, go fuck yourself in the asshole. Actually, I'll help you with that. <laughs> like, <laughs> that I will help you with. Like, That's a really good point. No lube. <laughs> Kimchi special. That's a really good point. Um, and I've seen that before. I've seen a lot of people who are just like, uh, I don't want my wife to do this or my husband to do this. Uh, but once again, they are the breadwinners. It's like, wait, why are you, you, you have no position to complain. You, at this point, you can leave or... Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. There's a lot of hypocrisy when it comes to that. And, there is. And it's, it's brutal because like, these are couples. These are people that you want to see succeed. Yeah. And, and you're like, and, oh God, for the most part, when it comes to this business, we've dealt with many couples and I'd say a good 60% of them are still holding on or doing great. Uh, but you're right. There is that like 40% where it's like the husband or the wife uh, don't understand what's going on. And so they just diss on it. But you're right. It's, it's that idea of like, well, I'm enjoying the benefits of this while still criticizing it. Yeah. So they're going out to work and they're making the bitchy comment. But when they get back from work, they will still make the bitchy comment. But they will help to spend the paycheck. Yeah. Uh, no, no, or it's no. a guy who's like, oh, I will help you produce. And then they don't do shit. Or... Um, God, there was one particular case where it was just like a guy who was very jealous about everything that his wife did, but he never contributed to the actual productions. So it was, it was like, oh, well, you can't do this, or you, I don't want you to, to touch a girl this way, or I don't want you to be in a scene with a guy, or something like mm. that. But at the same time, they're not contributing, any, not contributing to, to the pot. Yeah. So it's, and then these models come to you, and they're like, what should I do? And I'm like, I don't fucking know. Like, I'm... My wife produces, I produce. We, we don't have those limitations. So it's, it's bizarre. Like what, how do you advise somebody who, who's going through that? You can't. Get the fuck out of that relationship. You, think, <laughs> you can say that, but if they have kids, if they have a home, like it's, it's hard to... If they want, if they, all right. You can't expect somebody to love you mm -hmm. if you don't want to love yourself first. And if you're willing to go through that, because of the kids, because of the house, because of whatever, you know what? You chose you. Like, mm -hmm. all we could say is what I just said, is get the fuck out of that relationship. But if you don't want to, you can't expect any sympathy from me. Yeah, once you're, once you're locked into it, I mean, what can you do? You know? Get but, a divorce lawyer. <laughs> your compassion Yes. <laughs> She's like, I just do it because I care. And this is why I am no longer in the vanilla social work side. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, all right. Well, I, shit, we, we, we dug deep today. Yeah. Holy fuck. He this dug into our soul. Some serious shit. Um, this is the longest podcast I've ever done. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, it's all about um, who we actually are and stuff. But like, yeah, that there's... I feel like we can talk about 80 million more things, but I, we, we should cut it off. And next time you guys come through, um, we'll do another one. But like they, I think I got a, a text from you earlier where you were like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to come in for like the next two years. Yeah. We'll so, see. so I have to be like, all right, well, we got to get as much as we can. Yeah, I'm actually done touring for a bit. But you've been touring since 2000, what? 17. What the fuck? <laughs> 
Jesus Christ. Exactly. Hence why. When, when does your tour end? Um, officially August 15th. I fly home. And then I got a few sessions at home. And then I'm just going to stay here in D.C.? Okay. So I'm going to be... Should I have said that for a while? No, you're fine. Okay. Yeah. No, that's um, where I work out of now. I originally out of New yeah. York area. But I said New Jersey, and I'm like, I don't think she's in Jersey anymore. Mm -mm. No. I moved out two years ago. So we're gonna have to come to you now. Yeah, you do. Shit. Do you you want to work with? Too. You want to work with Tilla Nevers, right? Yeah. <laughs> Tilla Nevers. <laughs> Lisa McReese. <laughs> no, I do want to work with those those crazy women. I'd love them, and uh, I'd never work with T Tilly, but. We've talked a bit. And, and like I said, Savannah Costello comes up there. Oh, right, She's right, right. wonderful. Um, now we gotta go back to London where this yeah. fucking crazy redhead is. Well, you have to for Pippa and Lisa, yeah? That's Manchester. Yeah, yeah, not far at all. So we're gonna have to go out there. Yeah. Looks like you're gonna have to go on tour, not me. Not her. You I yeah. think so. <laughs> we keep getting so many Lisa King emails too. Oh, really? Yeah. She, honestly, she's amazing. Oh, Amazing. so here's a question I have for you real quick. It's a British-based question, but like I was told by a fan, like, oh, uh, I want to order a custom from you. Wait, what was it? It's like, but knockout fetish is a big no-no in Britain. Okay, so mm. they changed the... You can't do chaos. ...pornography laws. Yeah. But it's fine. Is it? <laughs> it's fine. They, were, they made some new laws, and one of them was that you couldn't do anything that restricted the airways or made the face turn like red or purple. So that meant what? no knockouts, no scissor holds, no face sitting, no, no breath play. Yeah, you might yeah, just end it. Um, <laughs> yeah, so they Literally. brought those in. I'll put you in an arm lock. <laughs> tap out. Tap, tap, tap. The yeah. end of our video. And Monty Python. Yeah, exactly. Jesus just God. a flesh wound. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> so, um, so no so, constricting of the airways. Yeah, no constricting of the airways. Um, what's the other one? No water sports. Oh, that's fine. Yeah. Um, what were the other major that ones? What if I want to like do something it's, crazy? In the oh pool? yeah, and so you weren't allowed to squirt either. You weren't allowed to shoot squirting because they were like, wait, oh, there do might you know be what water sports are? Like jet ski and oh, oh. <laughs> oh my goodness! Can you explain to her what water sports are? Are you joking? <laughs> no, no she's not. Sports, that when you piss in someone's mouth. Oh! Oh my god! We just explained to kimchi that water sports isn't an actual water park. What? No jet skiing. Oh, bless you. Oh, don't worry. You're so sweet. Yeah. <laughs> I was going surfing. You're adorable. No, the, going surfing. Honest, yeah. I mean, technically, it's water sports, but the don't water, call it yeah, that. The water's yeah. really cold, so that's why we're banned water sports. Yeah. That's peeing in people's mouths. Ew, we should be in America, too. I'm not, why? I'm not a fan. Really? You've never peed in anyone's mouth? No, never. You well, we talked about it. that earlier. No bodily fluids. No bodily fluids. No, but even not even like a lover. No. Oh, it's fine. If I love you, it. I'm not pissing in your mouth. I, that goes what? for any potential lovers out there. No. What, what about in the shower? Like, yeah. Piss no. on me. And yeah, no. Like, maybe you're, like, you're marking your territory. I'm not. Right. No, that's why I got two dogs. If they want to mark, they could go mark. Oh, I don't need to go mark. Don't be so judgmental. I'm not. Yeah. Yeah. 
I am not being just You're so sweet. No, I love it. As, as yeah. a fetish producer, you're very... You're like, ew, no. <laughs> I'm not going to call you the N-word or pee on you. Fucking yes in the loop, though. <laughs> totally fine with that. Oh, you make me want to pee. <laughs> in my mouth? Yeah. <laughs> One of my exes is really. We are really breaking barriers it. tonight. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I take. So wait, wait, rewind. Okay, yeah. so. But your ex, let me hear. Did he show more chilies of you? Different ex. Okay. I got into that after a while. Oh. Um, no, so yeah, he was really. Into, so me and him had this like dom sub thing we together for like six months. He um, loved it if I pee on him or pee in his mouth. Fuck him in the ass, all of that. We got up to some really good naughty stuff. Nice. Yeah, I was gonna was say really though, good. we're into like spicy foods now. Yeah. Exactly. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, she's having yeah. spicy yeah. food, lady. Yeah, once you've had it, wait, you've had it in your We went from like point A to point Z. Yeah. Like, you yeah. fuck him in the ass? Yeah. Alright, you like Indian food? <laughs> same, same, but different. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> totally just went off topic. I'm so sorry. Yeah, where the fuck were we? Oh, well, wow, there's more to sports. <laughs> Before that, sport. though. The, the stuff that's banned in the UK. Banned in the UK. Oh, yeah. okay, yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I actually, there was a company out there. I think it might have been... I think it might have been Pippa's company or somebody. I was like, hey, I want to commission you guys to do something for us. And yeah. And we're like, oh, we can't do knockouts. Because... Once again, constricting your blood flow. Or yeah, like when those so rules weird. first came in, everyone got really scared. Some websites got shut down. There's oh. a girl called Nikki Whiplash, and she had a website called Face Sitting Bitches. Excellent website. Good name. And she got shot down. No. They shut her website down because a load of old prudes who probably love their mouths getting pissed in, but they happen to be members of parliament. Shit. Um, they just went super strict. And then it just all sort of, they didn't change the law. But it all just went away. And now we're all just... I, that's what's away. happening to America. And it's obvious. And it's so sucky. Oh, we will fight. Mm. Oh, no. We, yeah. we, I think we've been fighting. But I think mm. I can see similarities as yeah. we speak. And mm. it's pretty fucked up. Because where the industry was three years ago and where it is now, the amount of restrictions yeah. we have now, and it's all because of, like... Yeah, we this can be seen yeah. for another time. But the thing, <laughs> the thing is, Kim, they might ban filthy water sports. Like, oh, God, that's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> but why are they banning jet skiing? <laughs> <laughs> about, about wake, boarding? I can't you be on set, <laughs> What do they do? The thing where you're like you're on the little board and you're like. No, what's the thing when you're on a board and you yeah. like just launch yourself? Bodyboarding. Bodyboarding. Is it boogie boarding? Yeah. Bodyboarding. Is you it body? The little tiny. Yeah. Body or boogie? Boogie boarding. Same thing. It's same. Yeah. It's same, but different. Yeah. So yeah. Don't, don't, do it. <laughs> don't do it in Britain. Yeah. <laughs> They'll fuck you up. Yeah. You get those guys with the uh, like the Queen's Guard shows up. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God! All right, so. <laughs> We've covered so many different topics, you guys. This is amazing. This is one of my favorite podcasts because I think we went all over the place. And we, yeah, we we've, fucking, had, we've been serious. Yes, we've been humor. We hit everything with a hammer. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, we did. We we did get we we got pretty deep, and I think that's a good thing. Um, uh, but uh, this is this is just the beginning. I feel like 
shit, that was drunk, right? I was just like, <laughs> no, but this is, it really is just the beginning. Um, we're going to get Scorpion back ASAP. And uh, Kim Chi said that she's going to be gone for a bit. So we're going to try to get out to you at, in Washington. DC and work with Tilly hopefully so put in a good word for us because she's of awesome course. Uh, and we'll go out there and we'll bring this amazing recording gig There's all these mics <laughs> <laughs> yeah and we'll bring it out there and we'll do a thing with you guys but in the meantime like I'm really looking forward to working with you guys again whether it's in your hometowns whether it's in London or whether it's here uh, Jackie, uh, Jacqueline, Jake Quellen, Jack Quellen. <laughs> the bot is malfunctioning. Velvets, velvets. Uh, had an amazing time with you guys. And she was actually not even 100% at her health tonight. And she was just like, I really want to work with these girls. Can you please film for me and I'll direct? Yay. And that's what happened. And it was amazing. You guys killed it. Um, so let's do a final plug. So for Kimchi, do you know your Clips for Sales store number? No, I do not. Okay, so what, if someone <laughs> wants to find you, what do they type into their Google? Uh, kinky Chinky Ninja Dreams. All right, that's <laughs> kind <Nice>. of racist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I called you the Kung Fu Koala. Is that racist? No, that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, my new nickname. Yeah, 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 that's like two different parts of the world. So Kinky... Chinky, <laughs> ninja, right? That's on yes. Instagram? Yeah, and then dreaming. So All right. Like, but if someone's going to just type your name into Google's Cliff for Sale plus... Kinky, Chinky, Ninja, right. Kinky, I Chinky. should be the only one that shows up. <laughs> and kimchi is spelled K-I-M space C-H-I. Uh, so if you guys want to go in there and just type in her work, you'll see her for her... Uh, that's a change. Oh, is, is it going to change? It is not kimchi anymore. That's <gasps> uh, been kimchi for quite some time. What are you going for? It's kimchi now. Kimmy? Uh, so so K-M-M-I? No, so it's K-I-M-I-C-H-I. Oh, it's one K-I-M-I-C-H-I. Yeah. So I, I'm going to end with telling you guys about something okay. fucked up. Well, don't worry about it. You don't have to do okay. that. Yeah, we can talk about it next time. But yeah. So K-I-M-C-H-I, uh, kimchi, and you can do the... <laughs> I can't even say it. <laughs> Come on, she likes race plates. <laughs> she say because you, you love her, Santi. Tell me you Kinky. love me a long time. Yeah. Kinky. God damn it. So many mixed signals. Kinky Chinky Ninja on Instagram and just on a Google. Now let's move over to Scorpion. Hers is easy. Yeah. <laughs> Scorpion, yeah, she's gonna be like Scorpion, Beaner, uh, Latino, build that wall at. No, I'm kidding. Sorry, so a Scorpion? Um, you, if you search Scorpion underscore fetish, you get all my personal stuff. Good. If you wanna find my clip stores, Sisterhood of Sin, for the, like, sensual girl girl things where we're. Rubbing ourselves on each other. Like you do. Yes. Yeah. And then you can look for SGR-Wrestling or Strong Girls Rule mm -hmm. for the stuff that goes, ah! Yes. Ooh. Yes. Ooh. Yes. yes. Yeah. Uh, for my stuff, ladies and gentlemen, uh, it's www.skwppv.com and also seabrickaswell.com. I am now co-running Sensually Savage Productions. Com, which I hope to get you guys to work for soon. It's very yes. fun. And my wife's um, website is www.velvetsfantasies.com. Uh, Jacqueline Velvets. Um, 
it's been so much fun to work with you guys and to talk to you and I feel like we're now like better friends than we were six hours ago. Definitely. It's been I think a this voyage. podcast yeah. is six hours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a voyage of discovery. So yes. uh, for now, uh, we're going to go ahead and call it a night uh, and we're going to look forward to your next visit. So just say goodbye to the fans. Bye. Bye! We love you guys, and um... We love you long time! We love you long time! <laughs> you're, not, you're not the only weirdos out there. We're out here too, and we're making weird stuff for you to enjoy. So, love you guys. Bye.